I'm going to post a picture with an elephant over my cock. <laughs> well, aren't we the optimist? <laughs> I run into my wife and I said, The atheist! I forgot the atheist! <laughs> she was very disappointed that I wasn't ready to receive the atheist. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcasts. Uh, this is the episode for the 6th of November 2015, and we're glad to have you listening to us, but uh, don't let the name fool you. We may have the word Utah front and center in the title, but we talk about oh so much more. It's kind of like that band Utah Saints that was from the UK. Ah. You know, yeah, kind of go with that one. Uh, but yeah, we actually are living in Utah. But anyway, if you want to get in touch with anyone here on the show, you can do so via our website at podhell.com, not podhellmedia.com, podhell.com. You can email us at uo at podhell.com. Uh, we have text yeah, sorry and voicemail about that. line. Yeah, yep. that's why I brought it up. I just had to laugh. Uh, text and voicemail line 347-669-3377. And we're on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube as Utah Outcasts. Uh, we have merchandise available through cafepress.com slash Utah Outcasts. And if you're so inclined, please consider supporting us through Patreon in any capacity. Those who donate at the $5 or higher levels get access to the entire show recording a few hours early or in some cases a few days like this one's going to be um and you'll also get access to the catalog of patreon only shows that we are recording immediately after this show ends don't fret as we will still continue to bring you the same great content each week with no changes in the future for more details check us out patreon.com slash utah outcasts that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n uh all right so if you can't afford to donate Please consider leaving us a five-star rating on any of the places that you listen to us on, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, and in the near future on Google Play. We're going to have a podcast outlet there. It's going to be great um, when they get around to it. But anyway, for that, now that all the business is out of the way, let's get tonight's panel. Um, let's see. I didn't edit the, the show notes here because the guy that was first up on us fucking bailed on us. So actually, first up, we have the... Only other person besides Landon to have a return spot on the panel for the entire show. <laughs> and that is the timekeeper for the Godless Revolution podcast, Ryan Duffy. Thank you. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to keep you guys on time tonight. I'll let you do your thing. Who's who's knocking around their microphone? That was me. I'm sorry. God damn it, Felicia. Jeez, Felicia. Twenty one episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Mike. Fuck you, Mike. Fuck you, microphone. <laughs> so <laughs> And second up is our resident, anyway. resident movie critic from WatchPlayRead.com and one half of the co-hosting duo, Kyle Steenblick. Who is also apparently Nicolas Cage, according to my nephew. <laughs> and then, then up fourth, we have our queen slayer of Fromagere and one of the most deadly atheists I've ever met, Felicia and Twizzle. Hello. And then there's this asshole. Hi, guys. I'm X. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Oh, oh, that asshole. That, that that asshole. asshole. Uh, before we get into what we've been doing for the last week, uh, let's get the Atheist of Utah events out of the way. Yes, we do talk about local stuff because it's important to us. Um, we have the Atheist of Utah Facebook page and the Atheist of Utah website. Please go check them out because we have the Flying Spaghetti Monster Dinner on November 24th. Um, I believe we have a, there's a location not completely set up but anyway uh keep an eye on it and we're just going to give you run it down for you because you just need to be looking for it on the events and say if you're going or not because it really helps to rsvp for these things anyway solstice party in december how's that coming along felicia uh, it's coming along really well uh we don't it's going to either be the weekend before or after the 21st 
Um, but we and we are just about to confirm the location. I talked about this on Godless Revolution this week, but it wasn't here, yeah. so it doesn't count. Uh, so we're actually going to be doing like a, a little solstice ceremony uh, based on like the old pagan ways. I mean, you don't have to believe in anything supernatural. I certainly don't, but it's it's really cool. Uh, the pagan ways are the right ways. God damn it. Right. I, I, I agree. <laughs> Thousands of years of tradition. Come on. And, uh, and so we're going to be, yeah, thousands of years. I mean, come on, the solstice, Christmas is way older than Christians. Yeah. And let's not forget that winter before modern times fucking suck. Yeah. It was deadly as fuck. They needed a reason to celebrate halfway through. So we're going to go back and we're going to celebrate being alive and getting to be a part of this universe. And we're going to have a little bit of that and then it'll be drunken revelry. So, you know, that's what we do here. Yay. Yay. That's why, and then Uber. as always, we have uh, we have coffee on Thursdays. I, t- I actually used Uber this last one on the vacation. That was nice. pretty fucking handy. It was better than using a taxi. Christ, <laughs> I hate taxis. Fuck taxis. <laughs> no, seriously. From from where we were, and I'll get. To, I don't want to get too far off on topic here, but I instead of take, I took a taxi. Taxi was thirty something dollars for like a five mile trip from the airport to the port of Miami. The Uber took like twelve bucks. Wow. It was so much better because <laughs> the guy would actually talk to you yeah. and not pretend to not give a shit about you. Anyway, so we have coffees on Thursdays. I think uh, this last week we had it at Mestizo. Yeah, um, we're, we're going to be prob- trying out some new locations. So keep an update. Uh, keep a lookout on the posts on Facebook because we will keep everyone updated. Uh, oh, and we did talk to the at we talked to Corey from Watchtower Cafe. She said she will be happy to host Utah Outcast there for an episode or two. Yeah. So potentially yeah. that could be a location in the future. I'm bit, that that's up to the atheist of Utah board. We'll leave it to them, but they're fucking cool people at Watchtower Cafe. Yeah, that'd be a um, lot of fun. And let's see, we have the gala coming up, but that's quite a ways away, so we won't we won't get too far into that. Oh, but pay attention to your radio so station. Fucking awesome! I'm so excited pay, for that. Pay attention because there's going to be commercials and shit. We, yes, there great. is. And then there's also the Flying Spaghetti Monster Dinner on November 24th. So that is very, very soon. We're going to do we're going to be doing potluck style. So, you know, it's Thanksgiving dinner, but with a bunch of godless heathens. So no grace. I'm trying to convince my wife to do that because we always try to find an excuse to get out of family dinner. Well, <laughs> it's still on the 24th and Thanksgiving is on the 26th. Oh yeah. fuck! Okay, well I guess we'll have to go to the movies like we always do. Two Thanksgivings, <laughs> two Thanksgivings. I can't, man. I'm I'm actually doing all right by cutting weight. <laughs> can't do that shit. Like I'll just eat, I'll just eat turkey meat with no dressing. Are you kidding anything. me? I'm going all the fuck out. I'm so careful all the time that one day will not <laughs> fucking matter. Yeah, but for me, it's like it's the whole um, what's the uh the com- uh the, the comedian that's really beyond the Jim Gaffigan. Mm-hmm. Where, like, it, I can't just have the one thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, I, I don't believe in a lot of people's, like, addictive personalities, but when it comes to food, that's one of them for me. It's like, if I have this, uh, if I have this little tiny Kit Kat mini candy bar that's in my kids' candy, that's just going to lead to me freebasing donuts, like, by the dozens and shit. It's just, it, I will just look back and be like, what happened to me? Really? I don't, I, that's <laughs> not my problem. I'm like, no, fuck I, it, I have earned this. Like, <laughs> I, I, I guess right, I'm lucky. I never had the gorging of the oneself on Thanksgiving. Be like, let me just say, let me like, 
Let me get some pizza in my body. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. St- <laughs> All right, give me some pizza. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna stick with the Louis C.K. standard. The meal's not over when I'm full. The meal's over when I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, why did I do this? I'll never eat this much again. <laughs> I I, uh, I I hate myself about halfway through when most people do. So <laughs> for me, it's like I've already gone beyond beyond where i needed to be i'm like well fuck it i'm already over the bridge i might as well just keep going (laughs) oh i ate too much oh fuck pie yeah yeah that's that's every time that i go to one of those uh brazilian like uh places like i'm like yeah i i don't really want more brisket but i'll eat more yeah (laughs) i never turn the sign around at those places it's always it's always green (laughs) keep it coming just keep it coming i don't care what it is just put it down what? Like going to going to the actual salad bars for fucking chumps. That those places, <laughs> like no, no, don't do it. Just drink a big old glass of Metamucil before you go. Like you don't need any of the beans and rice. You need to have meat <laughs> with meat. That's what you need to have. Sorry for all any vegan or vegetarian people listening. That pl- those places are fucking great for meat eaters. Uh, so let's see. For the last week, we've been up to. Uh, it, it can't really be considered a week because. Kyle and I did this on Sunday, and here we are. It's like Friday. <laughs> it's a half week. Oh, man. Almost. Uh, let's see. I updated the Pot Hill site. It looks a lot fucking better now. Yes, it's it looks pretty... fabulous. Um, and let's see. We had the elections that happened this week. Hopefully, everybody here voted. I I forgot my I forgot my mail-in, so I actually had to go to the city hall to go to vote. <laughs> because I felt like if I didn't do it, I felt like I'd be the biggest fucking hypocrite. <laughs> I'm like, even though all we had was like city three city council positions, which I voted for none of them because I didn't like any of them. (laughs) Uh, But I did vote for like the the tax increases to pay for high schools and shit like that. So, yeah, I voted. Fuck you, people. I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure I voted. I can't I I can't find the ballot I I, I filled out. So I'm pretty sure I stuck it in the mailbox. That's the other thing. I'll count. Yeah, that's the, the you don't get the little sticker. Yeah, that uh, thing. Yeah. I wish they'd mail you back a sticker. Hey, you voted. Here's a sticker. I voted. <laughs> but it seems like uh, in the small elections, it looks like the right one out in a lot of fucking places. Mm-hmm. Of course it did. Houston, who uh, now is a yeah. uh, very anti-LGBT when it comes to, you know, basic things like people needing to take a dump. You know, <laughs> I, I, I love those pictures that uh, transgender people are posting where it's like it's, you know. A transgender man who has a large beard is like, well, do you really want me going to the bathroom in the female's bathroom? Yeah. So technically, yeah, I'm a female really if you want to go by that, but I'm actually a man now. So this is what it looks I... like when I go into the female bathroom. And for the for the people that aren't uh, patrons right now, you you really want to uh, donate for this week because we have a lot of Pat Robertson and transgender uh-huh. stuff for the after show. Mm. So that's going to be fun for us. We're going to save that until like after hour two. So. Five bucks. We'll get to that episode and uh, many more. So anyway, uh, let's go into our first little line of news. Unless anybody had anything else they wanted to talk about. Kyle, did you have anything? Uh, I, I'm i tired of going to it's, movies. It's middle of it, it's middle, middle of NaNoWriMo. It, it's middle of. Yeah, I'm, I it, this last week has been movies and writing and movies and writing and work um, and on oh, moving boxes. For nothing makes you uh want to make nothing makes you hate the shit that you like by having to do it every day. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, and I'm back to running. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> you got some catching up to do to hit your like goal. Twenty six miles this week, I think. So I'm doing well, I'm doing all right. 
uh, it's a beating every fucking day, but I'm I'm glad that it's cold outside finally. I yeah. I can I can only imagine. I'm gonna compare it to my movie thing. <laughs> you you run every day. I've every day this week. I've gone to see a movie. Mm. Yeah. Well, at least, I, at least I get to listen to stuff that I want to hear instead of <laughs> movies. I can only imagine being. You know, people think that it's a glamorous life being a movie critic. Uh, no. Don't they, Kyle? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. I hear that all the time. Every time I meet somebody new, it's like, so would you? Uh, I, re- I review movies. It's like, oh, that must be awesome. And I was like, yeah, you'd think so. You, you'd really would. But think of it this way. I have to go spend at least two to three hours so of my since day. Since we have a hookup with, yeah. uh, hook up with like Allied and stuff with the uh, the other site that we run. Mm-hmm. We probably could go get to see uh, God's Not Dead as a like a, a, a in the, uh, the 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 screener like before wide audience release. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure we might be able to to swing something if they screen it. Um, if yeah, they don't really need to. It's, but, it's well, those, those are all, those are awesome movies that they're they notoriously don't screen for the oh, press because yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, <laughs> they'll send out they'll send out digital screeners. Oh, if we do uh, that, let's go. Let's go to the Ellis Studios and record a whole show. <laughs> you know, I'll see what I'll see what I can do. <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's go into news and the 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 first little bit of news here. And I I kept it kind of vague because it's a very wide topic that we can reach here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the LDS Church came out with uh, new shit in their handbooks for residing bishops and whatever the fuck yeah. you want to call them, general authorities. Mm-hmm. Saying that uh, baptisms of children, uh, baptisms, blessings, and whatever for children of married gay couples um, are is now strictly forbidden. There, all gay couples that were within the LDS Church are now apostates. No, yeah. Am I am I wrong here? But has the church not come out with an official statement on this yet? It, it was uh, like they haven't. It, they haven't come out and said from their handbook kind of thing. Well, there it it was leaked by by someone within the church. Yeah. Oh. Because someone's like, "Oh shit, this is not going to end well." So they put it on social media. So the um the what is it the uh, the spokesperson for the LDS Church came out and confirmed mm-hmm. that this is this is true, but they haven't commented on it. I don't understand <laughs> their rationality on this at all, at all. Like they're I- like. It's children of the people who live, yeah, with gay people. I took a I took a screenshot of somebody trying to do the mental gymnastics, and it's it's fucking rampant. There are right now. some pretty special ones. I couldn't even get. I couldn't finish one of the articles. Like was, somebody said in in the atheist group. I, I'm also with the Mormon VIP group. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, that fucking blew up last night. I hadn't seen my newsfeed explode like that mm-hmm. in a long time. Uh, but they said. In quotes here, it's becoming clear that the policy is to avoid putting children at the center of a conflict between their household and the teachings of their church. Isn't that what they just did? Yeah, no, they well, absolutely a, did. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what they just did. Well, yeah, I've, I, I've I've also heard that. I had a conversation. I, I actually had a conversation with with Alan, who was on last week mm, last week yeah about about this and i'm not really gonna i'm not gonna get into details because he's not here to well and he'll listen and he'll tweet well, he'll, he'll, listen, he'll listen he's got a big audience <laughs> he, he would listen he would listen and he would well he's this is something he's actually avoided talking about but bro on there seriously yeah bro and i'm adam and eve real come on bro. <laughs> i went back and listened to it come on we did not stem from one family oh. God. 
No, there's, there's, there's lots of stuff there, but he's, he's, he's not here to defend himself. So I'm yeah. not going to, we can't kick him that hard. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not, even, okay, I'm so. not even going to get into the details of what we talked about with this again, because he's not here to, to correct me when I misquote him. Um, <laughs> Which is, I, often. which is often because I misquote people <laughs> all the fucking time because I say what I think I heard them say not what they actually said which is which a, is the way to go right I have I have more to the quote here no one is being denied any blessings wrong they're they're not allowed to be blessed yeah no they're <laughs> allowed of, to be so. blessed they're not allowed to be baptized or, or no, no 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 they're, they don't even allow blessings they're like, like baby yes. blessings kind of things because that makes them children of record within the LDS church. Apostates mm-hmm. can't be blessed. Yeah. They are simply being given the opportunity to be raised without internal or external conflicts about their family. Bull- oh, so that's, that's them saying, well, fuck you. You're not worth salvation. Bull- which yeah. which is, I, I'm happy for it. Like the church is saying, oh, fuck you guys. That makes us go, hey, look, there's this nice island of blue over here. Look, hey guys, look. Atheists are perfectly fine without yeah. God. I, yeah, I, I love <laughs> it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, thank you for showing your true colors. What I don't get is, I don't understand why they would do this. Yeah, yeah. like the thing seriously, is, is, well, it, it, it just it feels so spiteful because they've lost. They have lost every single fight yeah. against gay marriage. Yeah, they have every single one and every single argument. So this is the this is the last thing they can do. Yeah. Uh, and so the, well, the last little bit of the quote here, after the age of 18, they are a lot more equipped to be able to separate their parents' love, I'm oh, sorry, separate their love for their parents from approval of the parents' lifestyle if they choose to pursue another path. Wow. Let, let's just say this. I, I've never had to come out and go like, I approve of my parents' straight marriage. Yeah. 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 And so kids being brought up in that situation aren't going to do the same fucking thing. They're not, they're not going to, I mean, they're not, I'm sorry, they're going to do the same thing, not. Italy, sorry, they're gonna say, "What? What's so weird? It's my dad's or it's my mom's." Yeah, what, they're not gonna give yeah. a fuck because it's gonna be that yeah. curb that was two inches high that they got the fuck over at like age six when they realized yeah. men can love each other. Wonderful, well, women can love each other. Well, Great. No, they're, they're gonna they're gonna get to about age you know three four and realize that they're straight parents and then be like, oh, and then they're gonna get to about six or seven and realize. Most parents are straight, but there's a lot that aren't. And they're going to get to get age eight, and they're going to be like, "Do I still get Christmas presents?" Yeah. Yes, son, you get Christmas presents. Okay. A bigger problem is they're actually ostracizing children of these families that would they have are. chosen to become p- part of the LDS faith because at eight yeah. years old in the LDS faith, faith you gain the priesthood. So well, these, kids these kids have to wait till they're older. So if they are eight years old. And all yeah. of their friends are gaining the priesthood, and they're like, "Oh, why aren't you? Why aren't you? Well, uh, we're, huh, well we're better than my you." Family's oh, your family's gay. Yeah, oh. well, but this is yeah. only well. going to serve. This is only going to serve to harm the LDS Church even more, because you know how many kids are going to be like, Wah. like who are raised by straight parents and are in the church. They're going to be like, "I don't understand the problem here." Yeah, yeah. Thoughts I mean, I sad. yeah. I mean, shit. I, I don't I, understand the problem. Yeah, I I know what I know what it was like growing up being I, I grew up in the in the church um but I guess not really in the church because I kind of always thought a lot of things were stupid. Yeah. And and, <laughs> and had a seriously bad habit of going, "Wait, what now?" 
That doesn't make sense. Wait again. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a second. Extensively about on Godless Revolution about mine and the Catholics. So yeah. 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 Go listen to that. Seriously, it was a good episode. You guys need to hear it out, especially for the the, the fight that you guys got into uh, over the post. <laughs> yeah. where, where it went beyond post-it notes. It went so far beyond. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually there was one point in time I I, I actually got beat up for questioning dinosaurs. Well, not, not for questioning dinosaurs, but for questioning somebody who thought dinosaurs weren't real. Because I thought they were just being stupid. Like, well, what are you talking was, about? Which you, is what I don't get. Yeah, how the fuck do you deny dinosaurs well, being I'm real? In, I'm in elementary school, and somebody said, somebody told me that uh, see, God put the dinosaur bones in the earth to test the faith of, of people. It was something along those lines. It was like well, some serious bullshit, and I'm going... What? God's yeah, a fucking brick. If that's the case, Jeez, it was the case of what are you talking about? That's yeah. insane. I'm like ten that's years an old. Abusive relationship. Yeah. Shit, right there. Yeah. Like, that's like, like my my mom always says: never do love tests. Love tests never work. Yeah. Well, so I, yeah, listen that, that, to my fucking mother. Yeah, I never so, read Kyle. Yes, that's the story. That's the story of me getting you know punched in the head and knocked out. For the first time in my life, for for dinosaurs, yeah, over for, for dinosaurs. dinosaurs, over me saying that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard anybody say. It's like me I getting got, I, I so I can only imagine what these kids are going to encounter. Actually going to church, maybe actually believing this stuff, but being denied being baptized. Yeah. See, for me, that's the real fucked up thing about this whole thing is that they're not like cut off. They're not allowed. It's not the whole like you're not allowed to come here anymore. They still want you to come to their church. They still expect you to come to their church. Yeah. To earn your way back in and pay your things, by the way. Don't forget. And these people are, are going to do it. There's a lot of people that have so much. They don't have the worth, the self worth within themselves to go. Okay, I can get away from this. Mm hmm. Right. But they're reliant they're on gonna that be community. like, I am broken. I am messed I guess, up. I, I guess the upside is they're not going to be given any bullshit jobs to do. Yeah, they, I mean, <laughs> if it gets you out of your calling. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> you're yeah, you're not, you're no longer forced to teach primary school well, or for... do scouts against your will. But they might be asked to talk about the food houses. <laughs> Funny stories when we, about living in Utah, being a non-believer. Uh, my very first day of junior high, moving here, like in. Fuck, was it 93, 94? Like, in, uh, I lived out here in Roy, which for the people that don't know where that is in Utah, uh, that's like about 30 miles north of Salt Lake and like about like three or four miles away from the Salt Lake. I mean, it's really not that. F- it's it's the frontier. At, at least it used to be. Mm-hmm. But uh, we were out in a subdivision out in the middle of fucking nowhere where they just built like the neighborhoods expand quicker than they could build schools for around here in Utah. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, and they and put trailers out back behind them to to fill in for classrooms yeah. that they didn't build for. Yeah. <laughs> so my very first day of class, like uh, straight up, like uh, I just barely got there, and you know, I have still have a little bit of the southern twang going on, and like you move here from U- you move to Utah. Well, I'm like I I'm here now, aren't I? And obviously. The, Obviously, I mean, I'm I'm here at the shitty school in the middle of nowhere. And uh, are you Mormon? Very first fucking question: Are you Mormon? No. Well, you're in the wrong religion. Yeah. <laughs> well, then as an adult, it's not. Are you Mormon? It's, you know, what war do you belong to? Yeah. I remember getting asked well, that question, being like, "What the fuck is a war? We're not in Louisiana." 
I mean, yeah, and par- it's Parrish. Parrish, yeah, like in, in Louisiana, Louisiana. I was... Man, I miss I miss the fishing down there. It's good, <laughs> but um, uh, let's see. But the, it's it's so weird because and and I have a very spiteful way of doing things in life. Like I, if if you burn a bridge with me at one point. I will like keep tabs on you just to see you fucking spectacularly fail at one point. <laughs> Cause nothing makes me get that schadenfreude thing where I'm like, yay, you got cancer. You know, <laughs> so you're almost like an evil villain. I, I, I kind of wish I was. I always <laughs> pick the villains whenever I was, like, whenever I played games in like elementary school, everybody's like, I'm Michelangelo. I'm Donatello. I'm Casey. Uh, what's his name? Casey, Casey Jones, gonna... you know, the sports guy. I was, I was thinking of the and... chick from the. April, April O'Neil. Yeah. Yeah. Leonardo. Like, but, no, I was like, I'm sure. me. I'm Krang. Yeah. <laughs> I always pick the villains. Like, everybody was always like, yo, Joe. And I'm like, Cobra. I always picked the one that was somewhere between good and evil. Uh, the bad guys always Catwoman. had so much more fucking fun. They always had better toys. And, and goatees, long goatees. One better dialogue, too. <laughs> don't, don't forget they had better dialogue. They're the ones who got yeah. to make smart-ass comments yeah. and laugh maniacally. No, you, never, you never saw good guys making smart-ass comments and going, Aah! Oh, how that was my favorite thing in drama was the monologue. Yeah. I fucking loved it. Yeah, but they always took way too long to explain their plot and then got killed. <laughs> I think Jason Lee and uh, The Incredibles had the best line, You caught me monologuing again. Oh. <laughs> you caught me monologuing. <laughs> good stuff uh so let's see what were we talking about oh yeah we're talking about the lds church those fucks yeah those fucks so it's it's complete bullshit what you're doing but uh good luck because that's just gonna drive more people away from you seriously like like, all right if that's your decision and if you are listening to this right now and do live in the state of utah there's a mass resignation coming up on the 14th of this month, which I think I looked at the Facebook, there's close to a thousand people already signed up to go to it. If, Are you going to be shooting yeah. video for it? Right? Yeah, if I'm going to be there shooting video. Yeah, if you haven't already put in your resignation, because I've seen so many people just go, ah, fuck this, I'm done. Yeah. Well, I knew this was a hot button issue because my wife shared it on her Facebook wall, and I'm like, whoa, yeah. she's really pissed because she never gets like politically active or anything. And she's like, this is messed up. And I'm like, yeah. I, I was like, Yay, you open the door. I get to step through it and comment now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, was, it's crazy. it was really fun because I started making comments. I mean, I was making comments, but I was doing it really lightly. But like, <laughs> then Dan started sharing some like really great memes and everything, oh. and I shared oh. one or two of them. And I'm the like, I'm probably going to have people. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to have people unfriending me on this. I'm like, and you know what? I don't fucking care if you support this hate <laughs> group, but by all means. Alan, why are you still with this group? Come on. <laughs> That's fucked up, man. You're a smart guy. You're a smart You're guy. You're so smart. That's that's the problem and, I see. When you see someone who know. is actually an intelligent person who can form intelligent thoughts and is actually smart about things around the world and, and science and like, how the fuck do you know this and you believe this, but you yeah. still fucking believe this? And I just, as I don't... We came, as we came down last episode, I mean, it came down to the final line and it's always come down to this. Anytime I've had any kind of, I don't want to say debate, but discussion with a theist mm-hmm. is that it comes down to them working off of feelings and beliefs versus empirical evidence. Yeah. Sometimes no, no mountain of empirical evidence, no mountain of, you know, me going, look, the Bible was created that the Council of Nicaea, yeah. the Council of Trent and all this other stuff, you know, like there was other books that were in it that but are it now in me. the 
<laughs> I'm just but, saying. But most people yeah. deny that stuff. They most people deny it because they go, "Okay, that may be the case, but in my heart of hearts, I know this to be true. I feel this or, to be or true." Or they know, well, if I believe that, that means everything else I believe is false. So I can't believe that. Obviously, it's fake. And then they also run into the whole investor thing where, like, I've invested yeah. X amount of years, <laughs> hours, and days of my life into this thing. I would be a fool to get out of it now. And then, then it falls back on Pascal's wager. What if I'm wrong? Or what if, what if they're wrong? And just... I don't know. I've always, I, I love Pascal's wager because I always thought we had the better end of the deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get to enjoy my life. Yeah. You know. Well, we, we, we take, to, I don't have to worry about saying, oh, God, forgive me. <laughs> we take one yeah. option versus 5,000 options. Well, yeah. hey, if, if we're wrong, we always have deathbed, you know, deathbed confession and, Forgiveness well, and that depends on which one's right. What she said on the Godless Revolution this week, where she's like, Hell yeah, I'm gonna be the first to join the front. Yeah, <laughs> against God, fucking me and everyone else versus Satan. Fuck that shit. That's why well, the, I like what Stephen Fry said. He goes, If that's what your God is, I want nothing to do with him. Yeah, <laughs> no, and that, that, that guy that interviewed him like had to take like oh, yeah. a month off work because it fucked it, it rocked his world oh, yeah. so yeah. hard. You had to see a psychiatrist <laughs> for it. <laughs> it's like, what if you're wrong? It's like, well, then we and God are gonna have a fucking conversation. I tell you what, there's gonna be plenty of food in me hell. At this point. But, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking like Dougie my way over to the hole down to hell and flip him off on the way down and be like, mm, you asshole, see you. When you said yeah. Dougie, I thought of Duggers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on video. I can do the Dougie, but nobody would. Nobody wants to see that. I'll do the truffle shuffle on video. How about that? Yeah, I'm doing the. That'll be a twenty dollars Patreon donation. <laughs> I was trying to do the truffle shuffle, but my camera only sees me from the shoulder down, which is good for you guys because I'm not wearing pants. I'm wearing pajamas. <laughs> I'm wearing pants, but only because it's cold here. It's freezing, and I'm wearing I'm wearing my comfy socks. That have like sticky things on the bottom. All the geeks' noses explode Mm -hmm. with bloody noses. Oh my god! Oh yeah, (laughs) it's it's kind of cold everywhere, but you know, I'm wearing my sock. (laughs) It's cold. I'm not wearing pants. You wouldn't be able to tell because it's cold. (laughs) And they they, the boys have retreated up towards the northern front. (laughs) So you're you're turtling, Kyle. (laughs) I'm a little girl. A little more than usual, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so back to news. Uh, <laughs> how about that Paul Ryan guy? Oh, what an fuck asshole. Him. Okay. Fuck that douchebag. I'm ashamed to be from Wisconsin because of that fucking asshole. Oh, yeah. Matt brings that shit up every yeah, time. He, well, he but, brings up that and Dahmer Ed and Ed Gein. <laughs> well, just. Yeah, I love how he he took over the the speakership and everybody's like, oh, maybe he's actually going to try to get stuff done. And nope. the first thing he does is goes, yeah, we're not going to do anything because we don't trust the guy. We, we we don't trust the president at all. They're still mad about that Obamacare thing. Oh, yeah. And, oh, and the fact that he's black. Let's not forget that. Yeah. Well, the, the thing I hate the most is he's, he, he does not support giving family extra vacation time for family need, like like having a child. But yet he only worked like 98 days last year in Congress, and oh, he's requesting more time me? off. Yeah. Like, well, if I'm going to be Speaker of the House, I'm going to need more time off to spend with my family. And oh, by the way, I'm not going to spend my whole time in D.C., so you're going to fly me back and forth in D.C. to fucking Wisconsin. 
selfish pricks. We do this show for free. Uh, Come on. And that's and that's that's the least. That's really the least of the the shitty things he's done or said. Oh yeah. I mean, there's there's all the rape shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, the, the there's this the fucking weightlifting pictures. Come on, guys. He said the rapes. Uh, I, I, I know the the one oh, one of the rape memes was slightly misquoted. It wasn't exactly <laughs> as he said it, but what he said still wasn't very good. <laughs> yeah, I think I actually think the meme made him sound a little bit better than what he actually said. But I know that I'm remembering it right. I was trying to think of the other. Well, the other big thing he keeps saying is we don't need a lifelong politician to see it. We need someone who's for the people. It's like you are a fucking lifelong politician. It's all Seriously, you've ever he done. He is one of those people. So he's like him and Hatch. Yeah, God, <laughs> he's preaching against exactly what he is. Yeah. Well, not to mention the fact that he's a fucking Ayn Rind fan. Just fuck those guys. I'm sorry. You're juvenile and idiotic because you're your shitty fucking uh, libertarianism bullshit that, you know, works in fucking books. It does not work in real life. It doesn't even work in books. Those books are terrible. (laughs) The way I've always understood libertarianism is it can work on a small scale, small communal scale, but large scale like in a country. No, sure, like like yeah. an island of fifty people, libertarianism yeah. works great. Yeah, just like you know, <laughs> communism works with a group of fifty people. Same with capitalism; these things work small scale. Yeah, or if it's the system that it's always been there, if it's the thing that's always been <laughs> with the way they've done things, it might work. But when you're talking about going from a we're a constitutional republic, we are not a fucking democracy like people think we are. Mm-hmm. It it if you cannot go from that to, well fuck everything's everything's wild. Blah! <laughs> you know, we can't go wild libertarianism, anarchism, or anything like that because it's not gonna fucking work. It just will never work. There's a great sci-fi book series called Free uh, Freehold. I think it was written by a guy here in Utah. I could be wrong about that, but it, it's a really good like military sci-fi kind of like, and the whole planet they're living on is like this whole libertarian wet dream. And it works in the book. <laughs> of course it works good. in the work of fiction. Well, Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. Because but the funny thing is that the enemy in the in the in the book is the fucking UN. Oh. So I didn't realize as I was reading uh-huh. it, like that this is the this is just like this is a Republican sci fi like cum fest. Yeah. It was just good book. Guess, it was a really good book. <laughs> if you if you want to piss a libertarian off, just point out how closely how close libertarianism is, is to anarchy. Yeah. No, it's not. No, it's not. no. Yeah, no, it kind of is. And just like how Christians have their own way of separating themselves, they have the big L libertarianism as a liberal, and the low. or as a no, sorry, as a moderate libertarian. I'm a socialist. Um, I'm common. I actually, you know, there are some libertarian uh, policies that I do agree with. Well, uh, yeah, if they would yeah. actually follow through with them, yeah. but no. <laughs> uh, but I mean, there are, but like when you take it to the extreme of basically anarchy like you're saying yeah. no it's stupid yeah. this bullshit bullshit and ryan i got i gotta kind of call you out i've been waiting to have you on the show for this but Uh-oh. solar freaking roadways will never work they go watch I go watch Thunderf- go they watch thunderfoot's like i five videos. want tron roadways now God yes, damn it, they will I, work i, I, I don't do care I do agree. I don't with care you. that they're made out of glass on top of. Well, they're not made of glass. I have fucking rock. You know? Have you seen them? <laughs> they're pretty badass. Not not the most recent ones, but they've got they made a lot of fucking money doing this research that hasn't gone anywhere. Well, so. <laughs> uh, 
they're actually in Europe. They built them, like actually built. Well, them. that's the one in Denmark, but that that thing was expensive. Oh as yeah, shit. Until you gotta get the you'd, cost. You'd down. be better off having solar panels that are actually directional on the side of the road, or at least on the the space that we already have, like on our roofs. Well, and shit. the way I see solar roadways going to start with isn't going to be roadways, parking lots. Uh, and the one really cool aspect of their technology was the LEDs that are built into them. So if you have a recreational area, like, and you can change it, like I can hit a button and now it's a, you know, hockey court. Now I can hit a button. Now I got lights lit up to make it into a basketball court. I'll have to send you Thunderfoot's videos that he did on that. He he kind of he went through about forty minutes of debunking these things. But don't you think it would be pretty badass to live in Tron? Oh well, Tron was like my all-time <laughs> favorite movie when I, I was like two years old. I want old, streetlight so. trees. Yeah, when I this is a want. Tron, <laughs> seeing Tron Legacy. How are those was a like want? It, they grow. No, no, no. Uh, they just they just bioluminescence. No, no. I'm saying bioluminescent trees. Solar roadways is a want. You don't always get what you want. Yeah, I want bioluminescent trees instead of streetlights. Okay. We burn no fuel, and they're pretty all the time, and they're trees that glow. Oh, look, I found my golf ball. <laughs> in the rough <laughs> I, I would Sorry. love the bioluminescent trees just because they probably have bio bioluminescent fruits and nuts. They got bioluminescent kids. Bioluminescent Fuck you, guys, man. It would probably a couple generations down wind up with like bioluminescent squirrels. <laughs> Glowing squirrels. Fucking think about it. I just, just I so want awesome. to live like a, le- a like a fairy tale and be driving and just have trees that glow. Are you kidding me right now? Like I want that so much. I can like make it happen step, for you tomorrow, like but it's not going to go well. away from Avatar. <laughs> but, fucking, but fucking GMOs or some shit. <laughs> you know, I've been seeing the non-GMO like label on a lot of the yeah. food that I have in the house right now. Because, I mean, it's it's a shade. I'm not saying that the GMO label makes it a healthier food, but they, they tend to make the more expensive slash healthier foods for you. They always have to have this stupid fucking yeah. label yeah, on it. Yeah, they, they do, but you realize that that label is like almost completely unregulated, and it's, it's almost well. It's, it's I know, I know, it's completely stupid. That's why I'm bringing it up. But like, I want my multi-grain chips, you know. But like, there's no way to get them where they actually have GMO corn in them. It's like, like, I want you to acknowledge what you have done here. Yeah, I haven't done anything. We're free. <laughs> I know it kills me. I have I have products that I sell like that. Like I have these crackers. <laughs> But it's delicious. <laughs> it's like fucking. It uses domestic rosemary, domesticated <laughs> rosemary, and it's like non-GMO. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> all, all, all I ever have to bring up for that crowd is the asparagus water. All, that's all I ever have to bring up. <laughs> like, I only want asparagus eat, water. I only want to eat non-GMO cheese. Do you guys think asparagus water tastes anything, or tastes or smells anything like asparagus pee? Probably. Uh, probably, uh, like one that, would have to assume, right? I don't like I think, veggies, so I'm not even gonna I try it. Saturday Night Live did like a I can't remember where I saw it, maybe it was Funny or Die where they were talk they were doing a mock commercial for Whole Foods <laughs> and they were talking about all these new items that are coming out. Like we realized that charging eight dollars a bottle for asparagus water might have been kinda crazy. So we're gonna bring you new products like bundle of sticks wrapped with twine <laughs> for thirty five dollars. It's like <laughs> Fuck yeah. 
It's hilarious. But that brings us to 40 minutes in the close of the first segment here. Sorry, we didn't get very much news out of the way, but we did get to rant about the Mormons uh, and we did get to rant about fucking Paul Ryan. And so Whole Foods. We, yeah, we run in Whole Foods. Because I don't like them. These bananas aren't aren't free, uh, fair trade. We can't, we can't eat these bananas. Wait, are we taking a break? We are going to take a break. Is it a, We're gonna go is to- it a non-GMO break? Uh, I can't guarantee that. God damn it! Because my whiskey cup is like, sorry. Yeah, I need my I need my second drink for the 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 bullshit we are about to put ourselves through because we've oh, we've got shit. some fucking oh, doozies. Oh shit! Okay, right. I so everybody, refresh your drinks and enjoy this commercial from this secular podcast that I am choosing to plug in here. It's, yeah. a, anyway, it's, it's a non-GMO commercial. It's oh. a non-GMO commercial. <laughs> it's, it's you probably never heard of it. So, so. Okay. Okay fucking hipsters hipster podcasters be right back hey friends this is callie wright from the gatheist manifesto podcast your source for news commentary discussion and debate at the intersection of the atheist movement and the lgbt rights movement i'm sure i don't have to explain to you that there are many atheists and many members of the lgbt community who don't have a family gathering to go to on thanksgiving we're often uninvited or at the very least made to feel unwelcome by our families because of who we are, who we love, or our lack of belief. If you don't otherwise have a place to go the evening of Thanksgiving this year, please consider joining us for a special live show the evening of Thanksgiving from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. We'll be joined by special guests including J.T. Everhard and David Smalley, and we'll be taking your calls, tweets, and emails about your family experiences and just hanging out and having a good time with our family here. You have a community out here that cares about you. Come hang out with us. Find out more at facebook.com slash Manifesto. And we're back. And uh, we're going to move to our most famous segment of uh, of the show. I would say of all time, but, you know, time's still going to be going on for a long fucking time after this show. But uh, we're going to have fun with our real audio with the right wing. Uh, and our first guy up is a uh, Colin Mockery wannabe lookalike guy that, by the name of Gordon Klingenschmidt. He has a scientific method. That proves that God exists. Oh yes, I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to go up to so that. You know how awesome this guy is. He he looks like a priest that took out like the the white thing from the middle of his collar. He's like wearing a black blazer with a black like like tank top, not tank top, um, uh, turtle neck. Oh, he's hip and modern. Yeah. Oh, you know he's he's too cool for a tie. I mean, I am too. But hey, kids, I'm going to go ahead and prove God with science. Yeah, so just wait. Hang on. Listen to this guy. Let's talk for a moment about a couple of things. First of all, evidence. You want evidence of God? Yes. We give you evidence of God. Okay. You, God. All you've got to do is repent and believe. Oh. That's all. I mean, that's not it. Uh, Repent for what? But that's what he's saying. You have Well, you have to repent because everything that's wrong with this world is your fault, especially you ladies out there. Damn it. Yeah. Speaking of. I know nobody else can see this, but you know, just and you guys won't be able to see shit. (laughs) (laughs) So you have to repent and you have to believe. I did kick a turtle once. I apologize. No, evidence does not. You don't accept evidence first. The one making the claim has to provide it. And then I will. Once there is evidence established, then I will believe. So, okay, keep listening to this asshole. Uh. Christ as your Lord and Savior and invite him to come into your heart. Your hurt? Now, this is a scientific method. I'm giving 
Excuse me? He he dares to say scientific method. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he talks about scientific method when all he's right. talking about somebody coming on your heart. That's really not going to work. Right now, yeah, first of all, I want <laughs> nobody coming on my heart. Yeah, I mean, because you got to open your chest first, and that's going to yeah, hurt. So yeah. There has to be an open chest that yeah. sounds like an infection risk. Yeah, it's not supposed to know. go I've, in there. Yeah, I've seen some hentai. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get, let's get going. Thank you. Step A, you repent. Step B. Step A, you repent. Step B, and he's gonna. I cut him off mid sentence here. Believe. B, you believe. Step C, you invite Jesus Christ to come into your heart as Lord and Savior. Uh huh. So that scientific method, and I guarantee you will. How see. exactly is that a scientific method? That's not a scientific method. You start with observation, then you move to. Just because you call it a scientific method doesn't make it a scientific method. method. You fucking that's a flash retesting. That's a step A. Method? Repent. Step B. Believe. That's not scientific in any... Step C, let Jesus Christ come into your heart. So, first you have to repent. Okay, well, that's not part of the scientific method, but okay, I repent for being a complete asshole all these years. Step two. Wait, no, hang on. Step two, believe. No. (laughs) Uh -uh. I won't believe it unless you got evidence. Oh, man. Well, he just wants Jesus to come all over everything like a bad porno. Yeah. Bukake. He's not yeah. gonna. He's not gonna come on you unless you believe. That's I'm, just... I'm not into facials. I'm not. Just, that doesn't work for me. Or you crack your chest open. I that's, am not. That's some hellraids shit, right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> so back to his scientific method. Jesus Christ. You, you say, show me some evidence. I'm saying he will actually come into your heart, actually rule your life, and take the scales from your eyes, and you will experience God in your own heart. I don't want nobody fucking guiding my life but me. Yeah. Especially the guy that kind of agrees with me every time I say something, you know, is like, it like Jesus, painful. I think I, I think I should drink this whiskey. You should drink that whiskey. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jesus. Oh, look at that whiskey. Which <laughs> uh, <laughs> always sounds like a good idea. I, I totally dig drinking Buddy Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that should be an app. Yeah, no. Uh, to the, the listeners at home... Uh, they they don't know this, but I am completely topless. So. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I I know that I should feel really bad, according to this guy. Uh, but I really don't. I don't. Don't. Because... I don't feel guilt about anything except for the way I treat my family sometimes. <laughs> it's called body shaming. <laughs> I got my fuzzy socks on. <laughs> So let's let's finish up this turd ball. He's only got like 20 more seconds here. Now you say, well, that's not fair because I don't want to follow the scientific method and get to these. I don't want to go through. Fuck you. Fuck you. Sorry. Go on. on. (laughs) Let me jump back a little bit. Through steps A, repent. And step B, believe. And step C, invite Jesus to rule your heart. I don't want to follow that method. Then you cannot say that you have followed the method that works. (laughs) Jesus. No. Fuck you, dude. Uh, I just love it. I just love step B. Believe. Yeah. No. No. That's, that's You're the one making your claim, you. motherfucker. That's, that has nothing to do with the scientific anything. That's not that's, evidence. That's not how that works. Like when you guys were talking when I was gone oh. on vacation about the, the supposed Dyson sphere mega, mega structures they might have found. I want to believe that's the truth. Right. 
but I'm not going to believe a fucking thing <laughs> until we get data back. Yes, thank you. Until you provide evidence, the one making the claim has to want be the one to provide evidence. Yeah. And even the scientific community is like, wouldn't that be cool, guys? And everyone's going, yeah, that would be cool. Everybody's like, like yeah, but but aliens is the very last one. Yeah. Of the, the what it could be thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everyone, everybody in the offices is like, fuck, I hope it's aliens. But everybody else is like, it's probably not okay, aliens. We, we <laughs> hope it is, but it's probably not. <laughs> Make sure it's not that microwave. Mm -hmm. And they did rule that one out. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> so What's that? Thing. Everyone Please, check man. the microwave first. That's just gonna like that yeah. is now. So now the scientific method is now observation, hypothesis, test, test the microwave, conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not check. repent. Check. Believe. Accept Jesus into your heart. And, well, that's, not science. That's, that's not science. That's not science. In reheat. Any way, shape, or form. <laughs> step, step D, check your microwave. Make sure that's not what you were actually hearing. But for a lot of Christians out there, they don't know the scientific method. No. They don't care to test the scientific method. They don't. Him saying stuff like this is like, yeah, yeah, that's that's true. If you if, that, if you follow those steps, that'll really fucking happen. That's. Oh, you okay? Yeah, and and this is something that a singular person experiencing something is not evidence. You know, we should just start feeding our plants brondo because it has electrolytes. <laughs> That's what plants crave. That's what plants crave. Dude, we are headed yeah, that water. way. It's, it's like from the toilet. It's not a lie. It's. Uh, I love the meme that pops up. It's like the only work of fiction that's slowly becoming a documentary. You know? <laughs> and it's horrible. I don't want to live in that world. I don't want that world. Ryan, you like handjobs too? Heard, I heard great <laughs> I love arguments for why we totally want to live in that world. Every, like there is world peace. Welcome every to Costco. Like I love you. the kindest idiot you've ever met. Yeah, but um. <laughs> what about their justice system with giant monster trucks? It's not I'd, very peaceful. President Camacho. <laughs> well, yeah, it may not be, be very peaceful, but <laughs> goddamn, that's cool. Yeah, but like on TV, they got Al My Balls, like every yeah. station. I mean, wow, <laughs> my balls. The Academy Award winner was ass. <laughs> we're not that far away from that. We're not that far off, right, guys? <laughs> no, we're really not. <laughs> I, I Academy, would win. An... Oh, my God. Did you? I watched the, the Academy Awards last year, and it's just Hollywood going, aren't we so special, you yeah. guys? <laughs> We're so open-minded. Beautiful white folks. And it's like if you actually look at the evidence, it's like, uh, no, you guys actually have like less women and less black people than the nineties. <laughs> they're like, we are so open-minded, Selma. <laughs> Don't even get started on. That. And the the new movie that they came out with about the Stone Wall. Oh yeah, yeah. We're not mm -hmm. gonna we're not gonna talk about that. Mm -mm -mm. that not going down that one. You and you and uh um. Her name for a second. Uh, you and who's your counterpart? God damn it, I forgot her name. Caitlin. Caitlin, really do need to make your own movie show. <laughs> <laughs> well, sadly, it'd probably become this echo chamber. Yeah, that movie. What well, we what we really need to do is uh, every time we go to a movie, there's usually like twenty or thirty minutes with 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 us and every other local movie critic sitting in the same row. <laughs> just talking shit on the last movie we saw. That's awesome. That, I, I, <laughs> really just, I really just need to pull out my phone and, and record that. Get you and Rich talking about <laughs> shit. Get Jimmy Martin off off of KSL. 
getting him to actually say what he wants to say. Well, he does that on Geek Show, but oh uh, 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 no, he he holds back on Geek Show too. <laughs> I'll have not to have the, you review. Not the very thing much, remind you. <laughs> it sticks. Okay, so our our next uh, cock gobbler here. Oh wait, no, cock biter. Cock biter. Yeah. Gobblers are good. Biters are bad. <sighs> okay, That's so we've proven. <laughs> this guy is a, uh, they say he's a representative. I don't know what he represents, but his name is Randy Forbes, and he has warnings for us out there. So hang on, wait wait for these beautiful warnings. Uh-oh. Let me just tell you one of the myths that's out there. It's easy for us to somehow just think all of this just evolved because, you know, people are on the Internet now, and they're reading more, and they're getting more intellectual, and somehow or the other, it's like they discovered the world wasn't flat anymore, and therefore we don't believe in God. I'm confused. What? That's kind of how. That's kind of how it works, you know. Yeah. We, we start reading on things, and we're like, "Oh, this is a bunch of bullshit." We gain knowledge, evidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's we just tested it's and like, proven to be right. It's like it's we like discovered we, the world's not flat anymore. It's like we learned that. It's like we learned that God, this 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 particular Christian God that is prevalent in our country, is so not special compared to all the other ones and so we just went why am i going to believe that over anything else yeah man this guy's just a piece of work and he is a republican representative i don't know for what state but man and we don't believe in faith if i had the what Uh, right okay well faith does exist yeah but i don't you don't have to believe it yeah Yeah. I, i i do believe faith exists Yes. I mean, it, you don't have to believe it because it does exist. You don't have to believe it exists. It exists. I, I, I believe he has a good idea. Faith. Oh, man. Time, which I don't have. I could put up on this screen or on this screen or on both of them. The proof that would show you this isn't some natural evolution. This is artificially driven. I- By the Illuminati. Oh. By the reptoids. I'm really, I'm just not understanding a word he's saying. He's trying to say that there's a massive conspiracy aimed at killing and destroying faith in America. Oh. oh. Yeah, no conspiracy. Sorry. It's just knowledge. It destroys itself like a nuclear bomb. <laughs> you know, because people, people start reading a little bit like, wait, Exodus didn't really happen? Yeah. Not wait a minute. The human genome, you can show that we have ape genes in there? Yeah. Wait a minute. You know... Wait, the Neanderthals didn't disappear? They just became part of what we are nowadays? Yeah. Oh, and you can track my ancestry from Africa? Yes. Turns Mm. out. You know, we found found fucking mitochondrial Eve, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it turns out black skin's normal, and us whiteies are the mutants. Yes. Uh, I believe it. Look at all the shootings. (laughs) (laughs) We're some fucked up people. Yeah, we are. That's not that's not me having a case of white guilt or anything, but like I, I've come to realize socks. that. Well, that's comfy socks. <laughs> I'm just looking at the statistics here. White people are fucking crazy. Yes, we are. We're the worst. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't even know but how to respond to that. That was uh, <laughs> I can't remember what show that was on the other day where it was it was it was a Fox News thing where there was there's two people debating back and forth. One was white, one was black, and the black guys like the white woman was talking about. Well, look at all these shootings going on in Chicago, and the black guys like. Look at all the crazy white kids going and shooting up schools. He goes, when was the last <laughs> time a black kid walked into a school with an AR-15 and killed everybody? It, 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 it doesn't happen. <laughs> it, it hasn't happened. 
It hasn't. It's all yeah, crazy and, uh, Christian white kids out, shooting schools up. I want up. to point out that men are always calling women crazy. It happens constantly. Women are crazy. Like, seriously, it happens constantly. Uh, not one, one woman is guilty of that, of the same thing. Yeah, but y'all, y'all ladies is crazy. I was trying to think. You get you guys go crazy for like four days a month. Men just go fucking crazy every day, like six times. <laughs> There's any... a fucking sine wave I, of like ups are and downs we, for are men. We predictably, you know? okay. So this is how I explain it. Um, everyone is subject to their hormones. Their emotional stability is subject to their hormones. Yes, and uh, yeah. it doesn't matter how fucking Spock you may think you are. No, you, you are, are subject. You are to subject to your hormones. Yeah. Females' hormones come on a fucking schedule. That's yep. a benefit because males' hormones don't. Yep, because now, they I'm do have a general fuck. cycle, <laughs> but the thing is that that general cycle is so variable between there that men can be high testosterone, normal testosterone, low testosterone within fluctuations of a week. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. My my hormones run on a on a perfect schedule. The the only problem is the schedule was created by UTA. <laughs> <laughs> I just tried to use whiskey to keep mine in check. <laughs> so I'm just saying, uh, like, yeah, I get like a little more grumpy. Well, you like, are bleeding. And it's seriously, like a little. Grumpy. <laughs> I yeah. Sorry, that's funny that it should have been, but <laughs> no, no, I, I don't, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever attributed that grumpiness to hormones. It's more that. If you're bleeding, you get to be grumpy. Yeah. That's just kind of if, a given. If you're, if you're cramping uh, down there, you're allowed to be a little bit pissed off. You, I think. Yeah. Okay. It's not just, it's not just abdominal <laughs> pain. Okay. It like cycles to my back and into my ass. That's not a uh, my, joke. My wife had endometriosis before she got all that shit taken care of. So I know. She had it real bad, yeah. and so, I, so it's I don't like, have endometriosis. I mean, there, there were times where I'm like, I'm gonna go away for a day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go hang out. I'm gonna go back to the house and play video games for 24 hours. I, I've had some bad shit pains before, but it's probably okay, not that. Like, imagine period. that, Ryan, bad shit pains. <laughs> And it's not a are joke, we, but so oh, are we talking like beer like shits, or are we talking like holding days. it in too long? Like three to four days. No, I've and I've had those. Like people are like, you're crazy. You're because you're slightly yeah. less joy jovial <laughs> right now. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> How dare you be less happy but, than normal people? <laughs> but men are the only ones, especially excuse me, white men are the only ones who just get a gun and just kill everything, <laughs> including <But> animals. <laughs> women and black people are crazy. Fuck you. For those listeners that haven't left after being berated. I'm just like generally annoyed. Like not shitty. Like I'm not like, I'm not like, I'm not actively hurting anyone. I'm just like, "Mm, I don't think that's funny. Like that's like the extent of it. But I'm crazy. (laughs) Like, so, so back back to Randy Forbes. Oh, oh yeah, there was what we were doing. Yeah, let's this guy up here. I can show you organization after organization after organization to a network that would frighten you because it would be so vast that you couldn't get it on that screen of organizations that are funded and paid with a systematic approach 
to killing and destroying faith in America today. Most people don't even realize it. And let me tell you, the dollars going into that organization is nine times, nine times the dollars going into the organizations trying to defend and protect. Oh, what? shit. I, I volunteer. And curtains. I volunteer yeah. for one of those fucking organizations that's not even trying to kill faith. It's just mostly like, hey, we're an alternative. Ah? And uh, I work for one of them, and I guarantee you every Yeah, but you're not a... The you're, I don't smallest think you... church, I guarantee you, the smallest church in our state has more in their coffers than we do. Oh, yeah. I actually did research one time because I had a buddy I was telling me, he goes, well, when it comes to a natural disaster, the churches are the ones that do the most to help out. So I'm like, let, let me go yeah, look this up. Nope. Nah. Let me go. I'm like, I, I won't argue right now. I, I said bullshit to him first. I'm like, let me go look at, let me look at time frames of these actual natural disasters and when who showed up and what they brought. Churches were the last ones to show up. Mm-hmm. And like he, like the, uh, the big one over in, uh, Asia that just a few years ago. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, they brought, uh, it was like 300, Bibles. 300 tarps, Bibles, and rosaries. Yeah. Like, okay. You've got, also like, help. Yeah, you got like half a million people that are out of homes and you brought 300 tarps to help, you know, put up a roof on like 150 people's homes mm-hmm. and a couple thousand rosaries and Bibles for them to read. Not only did that waste space on cargo on a plane or a ship that could have been bringing food or other building supplies to rebuild homes or feed them, you brought them bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. You brought the them lies, of- motherfucker. Yeah. Just so you guys know, I did deface every single Bible I came across during my trip. Oh, I love that. Uh, but the the question is, how? How did you deface uh, them? You don't need to believe in ancient superstition, a- atheist.org. You know? Oh, see, that's I not just, as good. I, I don't know if that's as good as what I did. I just probably Cause, not. Because I, I glued them shut. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> With glue, right? Well, yes. Oh, like <laughs> a mixture? It was it was a natural glue. I mean, there's got to be a good mixture of glue and semen to get that book to seal just right. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, some of them, I just know so, it's like, hey, I stuck my dick in here. <laughs> I put my dick between Peter and Paul. You know, I think I'm gonna just like, get some like tiny like business card <laughs> pictures of my boobs <laughs> and just. Stick those in every Fits or God, you decide. <laughs> <laughs> because because uh, seriously, like I and I seriously don't understand this. Cause all three of you, if it was your boobs, that's apparently not offensive. Yeah, but you yeah, know, nobody's right. nobody's like tripping over themselves to check out my boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, if somebody you're... is fucking please let me know. I will gladly show them to you just so I can get the ad the adulation that I deserve. Okay, agreed. Uh, boob, female boobs are more fun. That is, I, I truly believe that's evolutionary. Like, like there's True. a whole thing. I actually, um, in our eight cousins, they only get boobs if they're sexually available. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh huh. But uh, humans are sexually available all the time. Yeah, that's why we also don't have red asses. Right. <laughs> exactly. Or females Good don't have red you. asses. But, but, but female's I... genitalia, when ovulating, are pinker. Ah. Yeah. 
I guess I, I have guess. to ask: Do do people actually trip over trying to catch a glimpse oh of boobs? Look at that, darling. I've you heard of guys crashing cars. I maybe I'm weird because that's some they're 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 not there. they're just not that fascinating to me. It's like, oh, that's nice. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I flashed. I flashed. Uh, William's roommate. Actually, we know him from the show, Bud. Hey, Bud. Yeah, Bud. I flashed Where's him my boobs the night. He gave me a beer. Like, thank you. And I just flashed him my He's like, oh, thank you. That was nice. Like, that was seriously his reaction. That was nice. Thank you. Like, uh, so polite. I'm going to put that in the spank bank. And uh, talk to you so, yeah, I, I get it that female breasts to the straight male and gay women mean more than male nipples. Uh, yeah, because I have to trim the hair around mine every couple of weeks. But really, <laughs> really, not that much more. Like, yeah, that's nice, right? Yeah, but that's that's about as far as it should go. But anybody wants to see him, we do have a Patreon level where I will do nude, no, nude photos. So, Ditto. I I, yeah. I posted a mostly nude photo onto our chat wall tonight. For I know for free, for free, <laughs> for free. Uh Take- do that for profit, man. Fuck, get Dan to get us a Patreon. That. Why fuck. haven't I done that? <laughs> the, I, I don't give a fuck. I mean, <laughs> I, I put up a fuck cancer picture with me flicking off, and right in the background behind me, strategically placed, is Johnny Cash flicking off too while I have a guitar in my hand. I noticed that. It was a beautiful photo. Yeah. That's why I, I strategically placed my painting of Johnny Cash behind me. So back to our cockbiters yes. for the week. Oh, Sorry, hey, I have those guys. Sorry, oh. boobs derailing the conversation. You know what? I'm, I'm not even going to say the guy's name because you'll pick him out immediately when you hear his voice because that's how shrill he is. Um, anyway, he wants to talk about climate change, oh, about God, how it's not it. science, it's religion. You know, the last debate, it was interesting, Glenn. Oh, fuck him. Son <laughs> of a bitch! <laughs> he wins. <laughs> that cruise ship needs to sail. See, we didn't have to say his name, and everybody fucking was like, "Oh, fuck this guy!" <laughs> fuck you and your no lips. Uh, Him and his his constant sneer that he's got going on. Right, with his Cuban Canadian. I just, I, I, you know what? I, I, I'm. Like, I was right. I'm you needed drinks. You really did off. need drinks for this. <laughs> Go on. Uh, okay, hang on. Jake Tapper asked a couple of the the candidates on there. Are, are you a climate change skeptic? And, and for whatever reason, they were afraid to answer yes. And then they, they sort of bobbed and weaved on that question. I tried to jump in. I said, Jake, you want a skeptic? I'm right here. Ooh, fuck you. You're not a fucking skeptic. <laughs> you're not a skeptic. No. Yeah, not even close. You're, you're a denier. You're not a skeptic. You wanted to take money so- away from NASA, who does the research in climate fucking science. Oh, he he gets even more into it because he brings up oh. the whole Sierra Club thing and the, the satellite data and all that fun stuff that he brought up. Um, you know, just oh, need, need I remind you, he's talking to Glenn Beck here. Oh, yeah. of course. Of course. He is. So you get that two of awesome these guys man. in the room at the same time. Like they, I think they legally have to keep them separated by at least a yardstick. <laughs> Otherwise, like you get that fucking thing that happens at the end of Time Cop where the two bad guys touch each other and like it turns into like a pile of protoplasm and shit like that where. Like they cease to exist, some because some fucking quantum mechanical, you know, clusterfuck of like cleft asshole happens where just like these people just kind of meld together into this pile of steaming shit. That sorry, no, I thought, no, you, I, no, you're fine. I, I, I thought you had to keep them separated because they just jerk each other off. 
Oh, no, yeah. Gay. Then they get Shit, stuck I'm joining, together. I'm joining the Republican Party. <laughs> they self-glue each other then. <laughs> Is that hair gel? A couple of weeks ago in, in the Senate, um, I chaired a hearing where the, where the president of the Sierra Club testified. Mm-hmm. And, and we had uh, an exchange mm-hmm. where I simply asked him about the data. And he couldn't answer the most basic question, starting with the it fact. startling. It, it he, he could answer the most basic fact that for the last 18 years, the satellite data show no significant Correct. warming whatsoever. Correct. Bullshit. Uh, and here's me. the here's the thing. You're cherry picking. You're taking 18 years of data. Yes. Okay. What about year, more than 18? You year know? over year is not going to be significant. That's not the point, motherfucker. It's over a period of time. We have an upper trend of tracking what the ocean temperature has been for easily over like 150 years, I think. I mean, probably even longer than that because, you know, the Academy of Sciences has existed for a really fucking long time. Yeah, year for year doesn't fucking matter. It's like at the rate at which it's doing it is what matters. And even if you're left with the scatter plot of, you know, data here, data there, you know, it jumps up and down. You can still there's all sorts of fucking great statistical equations that you can use to plot that line yeah. that makes a nice upward trend where you're you like, know, oh, my buddy, we're buddy, my buddy, he's like, I don't know how. OK, he's he's not political necessarily. Like we talk politics, but he's not terribly political. Uh, he goes, I don't understand how people are still denying climate change. He goes, yeah. who ask any snowboarder here in Utah and they will tell you for sure. There has been climate change because they have noticed a difference over the last 10 years. Just the 10 years. I've noticed from having to not shovel a lot every year. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, fucking here in Utah, we are seeing a drastic change and fucking satellite data year over year, not a significant. Year over 18 years. Son of a bitch. It's not year over year. This individual year does not matter. One, a pattern does not make. That's why I loved the way Neil deGrasse Tyson explained it on Cosmos with the dog. When he's walking mm-hmm. with the dog, he's like, you know, if, if I make this line and this dog's you know, moving back and forth, he's the variables. But if it keeps straying in one direction, it, that, that's the pattern we're looking for. It's kind of like yeah. it's mm-hmm. pattern. Mm-hmm. pattern. It's a rate of increase, yes. motherfucker. And just if you look I... over the 18 years, one year to one year, no, it's not significant. But if you look over the 18, just the yeah, yeah Jason Chaffetz, how, how does that fucking one line, <laughs> one point to one point work for your fucking graphs? God. Jesus Christ! Now I, I do got to say, Chris, on the on the temperature thing, I know that yeah. that the the temperatures that we used to take when ancient sailors were going around is fallible. But what is? Oh, I'm sure. Well, it's, yeah. yeah. But what is not fallible? is taking ice core samples. Now, we can't get temperatures from that, but we can get environmental readings from those ice core samples. Right, which the tells amount us of snowfall, where we, the where snowfall, we know yes. the atmosphere, the amount of general snowfall the for those times. Yeah. Yes, yeah. which we can make a general assumption on what kind of climate was going on that year based on the, the, the thickness, the amount of oxygen, CO, and all the other gases okay. involved in it. Oh, yeah, I, the I thickness. I want to say something really yeah. fast, because um, throughout the whole show, I'm fine. Like, I will have, like, one, like, not even a full drink through the first part. And then we get to this. <laughs> You've had a I'm bottle. Like, it just makes you a fucking alcoholic. Drinks. I'm like, fuck it. I, like, I'm pissed. I'm like, I gotta yeah, sleep we... tonight after this. 
We're only halfway through Ted Cruz talking here, Jesus too. So let's Christ. get back to it. God because damn we, son of a bitch. We've got a couple more, and we're record. about at the end of the second year. <laughs> yeah. No idea about that. He turned to his aides every minute or Amazing. two. And, you know, part of the reason. Well, it's because he's fucking under oath, and he has to answer you guys truthfully. He can't just, like, say shit. He can't just be like, uh, poop is the color of brown. You know, they're like, well, what about the green ones? Or what about the red ones? You know, he has to go to council because you don't want to get him fucked. Because you guys are looking for a witch hunt and he knows this. So there he's going to make sure that he yeah, doesn't he's say gonna, He's going to double check well, his fucking facts on this. Spe- especially the fucking president of the Sierra Club. One of my friends is one of the guys out in Texas who works for the Sierra Club. And he he knows his shit. And the Sierra Club knows what the fuck is up. Yeah. Seriously? They're not. They're not going to go in front into a pack of wolves like you, fucking Republican House assholes. Wait, I, I, I have a question. Yeah. I don't think either Carly Fiorina nor Donald Trump has denied climate change. Um. No, uh, uh. I think Kylie Fiorina might be watching a different video than everybody else. But... She could. I could see her doing that because she's crazy. <laughs> Well, she's talking about a baby alive on the operating table. I'm sorry, I'm going yeah. to Planned Parenthood. Okay, yeah, anyway, yeah, wait, wait, let, wait, let's wait. finish up Teddy. Let's get rid of Teddy. Didn't know the facts. Because climate change is not science. It's re- <gasps> Look. Hang on. Climate change is not science. Climate change is not science. It's religion. <gasps> yeah, he really fucking went there. <laughs> I don't know where that book is. I want to find the book of. Let me uh, find me a central dogma of fucking climate change. Oh wait, we have that. I think it's the uh, the Al Gore inconvenient truth. Didn't yeah. We? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Ted Cruz. God, I'm shutting him down. I'm going to the what next. What did one. he just say? The well, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't even know what he say? says. He has no idea what he's actually yeah. talking about. It's that's. Last time I checked. Uh, climate change didn't rape any children. <laughs> well, that's you know that's I you know the the, re- the reason the reason the president of Sierra Club had a hard time answering his questions because the questions were just fucking ridiculous nonsense. Stupid, yeah. They were absolute nonsense. He's like, I have <laughs> yeah. no idea what question you're at. What what words are you using? Well, the questions I, were and, and I'm, too. I'm, he's, he's like, uh, hey, yeah, you know, there's no evidence of this, and the president of the Sierra Club is just well, like. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. There's so much evidence. You, the, the, and for me, climate I, 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 religion. I, Are you yeah, fucking kidding me right I now? I hesitate to bring up because it's a fallacy, and you know how I fucking hate my fallacies. <laughs> but when you have a population of scientists, and I think they did this on uh, John Oliver, where he's like, "Okay, oh, yeah, you have he brought this in the representat- representative yeah. amount of scientists versus of, you know, climate change, change deniers." Yeah. And it's 98% of scientists. Like, why are we why are we giving you guys with two of your scientists as Equal. much fucking time as these guys that have 98 scientists, yeah. you know? Yeah. That was awesome. It's like when when people want to give deference to uh the Christian religion when it when it comes to uh stuff like we were talking about in public school and everything like that. It's it's like why do you get the the most time out of everything? Oh, because you're the most popular. Yeah. Okay, that doesn't mean you're exactly right. You know, it's like, well, all these people can't be wrong. Well, no, because I mean, they can be. A you lot said, of people. You said really climate change is religion. Yeah. Well, if he believes re- religion is true, then is he saying that climate change is true? 
No, 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 no. It's a false religion. It's a false religion. It really fucking kills me here. No, that's where church and state comes in handy for his fucking ass. He is equating. He is equating the fucking belief system that drives every thing that he does in this world you know i'm here because i i'm running for office because god, god says told me. like you're calling climate change the exact same thing as you just fucking said something yeah. that you believe in wholeheartedly but there is there is real real science uh, you should see change. felicia gesticulating it's so fucking great <laughs> Sorry, I'm really fucking she's, she's like a she's like just... muppet kermit the frog going yay Okay. Ryan, remember when I was on uh, God's Revolution and I told you I was really animated and I was really glad I had a microphone that could cut, pick me up from over here? Yeah. yeah over here. Yeah. And it couldn't do that. And yeah, uh, I'm very, I love my microphone. Yeah. But well, the, well uh... we set the sensitivity lower so you can't hear the echoes off the wall. So you got to be closer <laughs> to the microphone. So when you do the animation stuff, it, <laughs> You know, it doesn't hear you. Because Felicia's over here wanting to throw some shit. Like, yeah. I want to punch a motherfucker. Like, oh my god. Are That's why I was saying right in now? the Godless Revolution in, in Dan Ellis Studios, we need to implement a punching bag yes. with politicians' faces on it. <laughs> okay, you know, I, okay, to those listeners, and I think you guys are, uh, to, who listen to Geek Show... And every once in a while, Jay Whitaker like slams on the table and is like, I'm fucking out. That I'm out. Me. I'm out. That's me. Because I am I if we listen to one more word from Ted fucking Cruz, I was gonna be fuck you, I'm out. I'm having a cigarette. <laughs> fuck you. No, I'm moving on so, to somebody oh, somebody just as bad. This uh, so so before before we move on to that, I, I found a yeah. tr- I found a transcript from that nice little back and forth. With uh, huh. the Sierra Club, uh, it was complete fucking gotcha. That's uh, all it was. Well, it was. It wasn't even. It wasn't even gotcha. It was Ted Cruz asking a completely fucking loaded question. Oh God, he no win, no win, right? Okay, let's go. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. So you so said the uh, the data are precisely as I described, that over the last 18 years, there has been no significant warming, and indeed, that is why global warming alarmists invented the term, the pause, to explain what they call the pause in global arming, because the data demonstrate what you just said, that the Earth is cooking and warming is not backed up by the data. Yeah, that's an actual quote. That, those are the, those are the words he said. Sentence, first of all. <laughs> and for, for the for the last word before we move on to the next guy, because we do got to move on. Mm-hmm. What is the harm in fixing the fucking global policy on CO two emissions? What is the fucking harm in this? There's only benefit. There's, There's only, only benefit. benefit to this. Yeah. Moving away from fossil fuels, coal, and all this other shit to renewable resources and ones that we get sustainable ones like from wind and from sunlight and if these republicans are preaching that we need to be more industrialized or more on top of our game in this country if we move away from coal and and crude oil guess what we're going to develop more technologies and be the leaders in those technologies in this country let's fucking do it Ryan nailed it. I, there, there is a reason that China started fucking gobbling up every like solar panel company that they could find yeah, because they see the oh, fucking yeah. writing mm-hmm. on the wall. Yeah. Un, un, uh, what was the word I'm looking for? It's uh, we can't use it up. The sun oh, yeah. will outlive us all. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, by order of magnitude. Yeah. <laughs> but there are there are fucking idiots out there on the right that think that if you take wind power and you take sun power, you're, you're somehow raging. diminishing what's re- yeah. what's reaching the earth or what's you. Know, it's not yeah. a battery. They are that well, fucking stupid. That, yeah, I love the guys that think windmills are going to slow down air currents. Yeah. Oh, okay, and don't don't let me get it twisted because we talked about I don't know if we talked about it in the break or in the last segment because I've had a lot to drink. Uh, well, yeah, we talked about GMOs and everything. There's people on the left just as stupid. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. But my favorite target, but they're they're doing mostly harmless stuff and talking about like, oh, I don't want to eat this kind of corn because you know oh, I think well, it might. Oh, well, what about the anti? Well, I'm just saying, I'm well, saying you, mostly that harmless. Can be incredibly <laughs> harmful. Mostly harmless when you have other people that are like, burn that coal. Let's go drill, <laughs> drill, drill, drill. You know. Yeah, dumb Let, redneck. Let's go fucking go roll, roll coal. coal. Yeah. 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 Ugh. And I'm a fan. I'm a fan of fucking big engines and cars and everything like that. But I don't see the point in that kind of thing. I love the smell of unspent hydrocarbons coming out of a fucking <laughs> exhaust of a Chevelle. I love okay, that smell. I X, love drag racing X, and shit like that. If it was simply for sport, yeah. it actually wouldn't be significant enough to affect global warming. Sorry. Yeah, but I, I like Dan, am fucking waiting for the Tesla Model Three to be announced. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they said this up this year coming up. So that's I'm some hoping, but... sexy shit right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so moving on to our next, and I don't know if we're gonna make him the last because I have one. Uh, we'll probably make this guy the last one because I don't know if I can get to the last one with without us going too deep into it because we're already at forty minutes and we kind of need to move along, move along, move along. So uh, Mr. Frothy Mixture ah. uh, oh, of and Lou and Truffle Butter. Uh, Rick Santorum. No, do not spare <laughs> truffles. Such <laughs> truffles I'm just, are expensive. He's I'm speaking cheap. the term that rap music taught me. God. Yeah, well, knock it off. They were incredible. I love truffles. Truffles are fucking delicious. Truffles are amazing. Well, especially white truffle. Fucking put some white truffle oh. oil on your popcorn. Uh, you can say to put it on something else. I'm moist. No. I'm my cock. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yes. So, okay, Santorum. Let's hear what he has to say because he's a fucking idiot. Uh, there's this. Uh, you're in Virginia. Some states uh, have on the ballot uh, uh, these these gay rights, transgender rights. There's this case in Houston. Of course, they're voting on letting transgenders use um, uh, uh, female bathrooms. And there's this. Okay, this is before the elections that happened this week. So I, I apologize for not getting more stuff that's more after the fact. But to hear these people talk about this yeah. shit prior to just. I want to be perfectly fucking clear. Uh, Nobody gives. I think all bathrooms should be unisex. I actually do too. Yeah. I. You know how many? uh, Okay. Just the just the other day, uh, a couple weeks ago, actually, I accidentally walked into a men's bathroom in a bar. You you want to know how many fucks the guys in there gave? None. 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 Yeah. Like oh, you got to take them. Okay. Yeah. There's a stall over there. You know how embarrassed I would have been to use their the the toilet. None. 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 Because you're not going in there for like, a, oh, yeah. No, I don't. Time. I don't. I didn't <laughs> want to no. Yeah. No, the, the bathrooms are not sexy time. No. Yeah. No. no. At all. No. And flaccid drunk cock is not a good looking cock. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> As Ryan says with experience. I mean, from my own cock. I mean, when it's flaccid and then it's it's not a good flaccid drunk yeah. cock. I oh, mean, it's... you're so sad. Yeah. I mean, I guess the I guess the only I guess the only argument there is, yeah, you, you probably don't want the girl you took to the bar to see you leaning against the stall. 
quite yeah. so heavily as you're trying to yeah, whether, as you're trying to get your shit together. Yeah. Whether it be the divider between the stalls or you leaning hard into the wall. So just go into the stall. Hands free. Like so instead of the urinal, just go into the stall. She can't see your shit. And I'm and I'm an advocate for, for ladies, like if there's no stalls to use in the ladies' room, come over to the guys' one. And even if you gotta use the fucking urinal, cop a squad around it and you guys know how to do that shit. No, you know. no, I don't. No. They make cut <laughs> some ladies do. They make special tools for yeah. that yeah, scene. I'm not interested in those because then I have to carry around a piece of thing, and bottle. I don't I'll yeah. do that. Just have disposable dispensers in there. Yeah, I. But I, I'm one of. But I'm one of those progressive socialist liberals that thinks that all bathrooms should be available to all sexes at all times. You know. Yeah, I do too. <sighs> uh, but I'm still gonna sit down to pee. So. Yeah. When I'm really I mean, drunk, I, I, I sit, sit down pee. to pee at night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and easy. maybe maybe this is just me being old fashioned. But uh, if I have to poop, I want a door closed. I don't well, want anyone talking to me. <laughs> I don't want. The, I don't want any involvement. The, I just want to do that in peace. Poop time is one personal of the, time. Yeah. Well, one of the, one I of the best things doors, like, of the house that I have here is in the master bedroom. There's literally a like a crap cave. Like you, it's like, like it's like my personal bat cave. Like, like I, if I have the door shut, or I mean, it doesn't have to be shut, but like halfway open, like I conceal myself behind like the door, right. and nobody can see me taking a dump. And it's just, it's fantastic because you get really good lighting for your iPhone and just. So you take anyway, the perfect back... pictures <laughs> in your dump cave. Oh man, if people knew some of the stuff I did on the iPhone while I was uh on the in the bathroom, you know. I they just, might be. Uh, there's some people that have YouTube. like works about that kind of thing, but you know, I check my mail, post things from Utah onto the Utah Outcast Facebook group, and <laughs> well, I'm not above making a phone call on the shitter. Well, I mean, as long as you don't say, "Hey, I'm taking a <laughs> dump," you know. True story here. It's a quick 10 second story. <laughs> my best friend and me, we both call each other the exact same time one day. Like, like I called him, and like, as all of a sudden he was there. Like, like literally the exact same time. And you're like, what are you doing? Taking a dump. What are you doing? I'm taking a dump too. <laughs> Your guys' clocks were in sync. Even though we're yeah, like, well, uh, it's an hour off because we're in different state, like time zones. No. It was just still ironic that we both decided to call each other while taking a dump. I don't want to talk to anyone. And so, as we were talking poop, let's get back to Santorum. <laughs> <laughs> so, they were talking about men's bath or. Let's see, all gender bathrooms yeah. being available for all genders. Right. Anyway, yeah. it, it got shot down fucking hard, and I was apologizing for that. So hang on. Have now gone after a school in a suburb of Chicago saying they discriminated against a transgender who's a boy who has male genitalia. Oh, no, no. Fuck that shit. That's I don't not care. how it fucking works. Okay. <laughs> if it is a trans woman, it could. This lady could be in transitioning, you know, yeah. just the fact that she still has a penis doesn't mean that she's a boy. Let me tell you, let me tell you something as a woman. The fact that she has a X and Y chromosome doesn't mean a fucking thing because gender is not genetic. Yeah, gender is culturally assigned. Let me tell you something as a woman. If somebody wants to identify as a woman, I'm seriously, I give zero fucks. I seriously don't care. Why I, would you want to give up all your privilege? I fucking love being a white man. <laughs> seriously, like, for, that's seriously how I feel. I'm like, you want to be a woman? Like, not 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 that I am ashamed I, or or hate being a woman because I actually kind of dig it. Um, 
But if, if, if they feel like they're a female, if they want to be a woman, fine, sure, whatever. Like, okay. Yeah, I don't mind being a dude. I mean, it's pretty, pretty rare. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, right. Like, so, okay, if a female was like, I want to be a dude now. Like, and but I, she, I, I, I feel very fortunate that I've never had to deal with the uh, dis- disassociative identity disorder. That uh, I've had a lot of trans friends where they've had to go through this whole thing right. where they like. No, and I, I totally feel for them. And if somebody with a penis who feels like a woman wants, uh, fuck it. If, if, if somebody with a penis feels like they want to come in and use the women's restroom, fine. I. If they look like a man and they they use the stall like everybody else, seriously, they're not like if they're not like now if they, if she has a vagina, if she if she has a vagina or a penis, I don't care. And if she's like she could have both, creepy on me. Yeah, she could have both. I don't care. Just get yeah. I've met creeps me, of same sex. Like, yeah, <laughs> peeking over and like being weird. Like I'd be like, okay, that's. That's not normal, you know. Yeah, I don't. That, I don't go into a men's room and put a gay guy being there with me. Right? No, I don't give a shit. Right? <laughs> even if, even if the dude, like, even if there's no dividers, like the whole uh, meth station when you're going yeah. into the armed forces and everything, where there's no dividers, especially when you're at basic, where there's nothing, nothing. separating you when you're taking a shit or the you shower. Know? <laughs> yeah, you know, if somebody's in there and they're they're of the team where they like to look at Wang and you know my hairy sack or anything like that. More power to you. I I would rather have someone go. Mm, all right, yeah. Have someone to go gives me confidence. Know. No, here's the thing: <laughs> is that I have peed. Because who am I fucking kidding? I I am like two percent of the bottom specimen of manhood here. So <laughs> no, I have peed in other fr- in front of other females. Like like is there seriously again? If they're working with a dick and I'm peeing in front of them, like it's not that's not the point. If they're like making a point of like watching me. Then there's an issue. I don't care. I don't care what bits they're working with between the legs. I don't care. It has. I just love. I love Henry Rollins talking about this kind of thing where he just he talks about wanting to reach over one time and shake it off for the guy. He's like, "Got you covered." (laughs) (laughs) That's where I draw the line. If you want to look, you can look all you want. But if you reach over and grab my cock, now we got problems. Yeah, but we're talking. We're talking about the same guy that would randomly masturbate while he in the bathrooms of like truck stops when he was traveling with the band well that's and he'd be like nude woman nude woman nude woman hitler (laughs) (laughs) okay back to santorum fucking hell god i love this show god um because they wouldn't let him go into the girls locker room is this totally out of hand um you know i don't know why children at that age are even you know uh, why, why this is even an issue uh, the, the idea that we are uh, introducing this type of uh, real uh, dangerous confusion for young people at this early age. I mean, do, do we really care about uh, about what we're doing? Uh, to... It's so confusing! That's the reason you introduce religion to these children at such a fucking early age. It's not confusing! Well, I'm I'm pretty kids, I, I'm pretty kids sure kids know who and what they are more honestly than fucking adults do. Seriously, seriously, uh, as a little like as a little girl, like pre okay, I don't want to say pre-sexual because there's really no such thing. No, there's not. There's, <laughs> there's really no yeah. This thing. feels funny. <laughs> like oh, like God, what infants in the womb are masturbating. Like yeah. yeah. 
So <laughs> there's really no such thing. But like before I really had an understanding of the difference between male and female, uh, which is minimal at best. Yeah, uh, it's about all it is. It's it's seriously minimal. <laughs> like there's there's almost no difference. There's there's a few things, sure. Or for guys like Kyle and myself, where the innies, the Audis become innies. <laughs> it, no, it, it's not. It's, it's <laughs> I don't care how big your cock is. No, it's. I'm just making a joke. I know. <laughs> but well, my point is that um, when you're kids, like it's even less know. the thing. Yeah. Like. Like I, like I, I said, I, I mean, kids I kids are more honest and more real people than most adults that I've dealt with. Yeah, they just mm-hmm. they just are. And they may not are, understand how to deal with their kids. shit that's going on, but for the most part, they will be completely fucking honest with there you are until they're taught to understand that they're more attracted uh, to boys than they are girls. There or girls than they are boys, and you know, depending on their sex. Like, I, I mean. I always knew that. Um, I, I ask my kids all the friends. time. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Anyway, not not like embarrassingly asking and be like, "So, uh, do you like boys or girls?" And most of my kids are like, "Boys, boys, boys." And I haven't heard girls yet, but as soon as I do, I'll be like, "Fucking cool, yeah." <laughs> well, and here's the thing: is that as you age, that becomes even more fluid. Yeah. It does. And it will be, and it'll continue to do so because, you know, we may think of ourselves as a pretty fucking cool and progressive generation that we are right now. Just think of the people coming yeah. after us. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think of Captain Jack on Doctor Who, where sexuality yeah. wasn't a thing for him. I've been watching no, the new doc. Some... Like, uh, he was just like, yeah, I like boys and girls. That's... Kyle, I finished uh, Into the Dalek episode this week. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll get to it. Well, uh, one the thing the thing that was that's creeping me out about uh, about what these guys about these guys is they're the ones sexualizing these kids. Yeah, yes. they are. Uh, they're, and they're, they're, they're the really ones. They're the one who me. they're they're turn they're turning this they're turning this kid. This kid is saying, "I feel more comfortable in this locker room than in this one." And and they're, really... they're turning it into a sexual thing as opposed to what the where this kid feels comfortable as a human. And maybe it's because I've been such an advocate for the transgender community because I've had so many friends that have come out as trans. But when they talk about like this boy is wants to go into the girls room and I'm like, you guys really don't fucking get it at all. No, they don't don't fucking understand. And that is so goddamn offensive. What you just said. Well, but the thing is that they, they have these hard lines of what a male and what a female should be and to them a male and a female are more different than they are alike which is simply empirically not true i've seen some very beautiful women with cocks (laughs) (laughs) like like i'm not saying that joke i mean (laughs) kind of jokingly but at the same time (laughs) it sounds absurd to say it that way i seriously don't define females by their genitalia no okay female yes Women, I don't define women by their genitalia or their chromosomes. I don't give a shit, actually. So all, all I know let, is I like boobs at a very young age. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think what I'm really getting out of all of this is that really you should just get away with 
you should just do away with like junior high gym class where you have to go into a locker room at all. Uh, you know, I never had, I never <laughs> showered like in high school. Hey guys. There's never time. <laughs> I should have, but I never did. Uh, yeah. Never mind. Okay. I was too busy running <laughs> to the lunchroom for a potato bar. I'm like, I'm fucking hungry. I need to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about the locker room. Are you kidding me? Seriously, I, if there's a dick in there, some of the that freaky shit matter. that went on. You know, I was like, oh, that's fucking weird. Golden showers and stuff. So, oh, <laughs> I want like in Battlestar Galactica, like the new one where they're all just in there together and nobody gives a so shit. So say we all like mm. now. Are they still like super sexual people? Yeah. Turns out, <laughs> turns out we all like to have sex. Yeah. Okay. In context, breasts <laughs> are sexual in context. And. Um, Sorry, I have to cut everybody too. off here. I have to cut everybody off because oh, okay. we're almost an hour. <laughs> and I really, I need to, we, we kind of have to listen to him shut the fuck up because nobody uh, cares. You're, you're not going to make it into the presidency. You're not getting enough no, people in the No, he's getting polls. nowhere near. Fuck that guy. No. Uh, the last person that I have here is Teddy Shubat. Uh, oh, he calls himself Theodore Shubat. This is a guy that equivocates homosexuality with cannibalism and everything. Oh, oh yes. That's good. That's yes. Wait, we hit, we hit, I think Kyle weird. remembers him from, from Sunday. Mm-hmm. Weird thing to do. Uh, yeah. But he has, um, no, but he, he has some specific words for people that, at Chick fil A. And oh. I just want to play this little clip. I don't want to give it, let us do any commentary. I just want to let this guy hang himself. And then once I hit pause, I'll let you let you guys know. So okay. just hey, listen to this fucking retard. Chick-fil-A has gone gay. And now they are supporting a faith-based, in other words. With air quotes, sorry. Heretical film festival, uh, a homosexual sodomite film festival called Level Ground. And uh, Chick-fil-A is now sponsoring uh, this um, fag fest, this. um... For those listening at home and playing bingo, he just used the word fag unironically. Fag fest, he said. Who uses that word anymore? People on 4chan. (laughs) Seriously, I don't remember the last time I used the word fag. Yeah. Okay. It's such an ugly word. The last dude. time I've heard the, used the word faggot, the the full word, was, was listening to Louis C.K. <laughs> okay, sorry. Let's <laughs> let him finish. Let's let hang on, hang on. We'll save our commentary for the end of the thing. We just have to let him finish hanging himself. Uh, this procession for the um, for the advancement of Sodom and Gomorrah. Chick Fil A is now behind this. This is not the first time that I've reported. Um, that I reported on Chick-fil-A supporting homosexuality. I think last year they supported some sort of homosexual university. And I was, uh, I said that in a video. And of course you have all the do-gooders who uh, come out and say things like, well, that's just one individual restaurant, uh, one individual location. Um, how do you know that the owners of chick-fil-a know about this of course they freaking know about this stop being such a damn sh- uh, follower stop being such a zombie for once in your life and understand that it's about money it's not about god chick-fil-a does not worship god chick-fil-a worships mammon they worship i think kathy has something to say against that yeah the the, the guy that owns dan kathy well, i think is his well name. he's 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 dead he's dead okay so his children the kathy yeah, kids yeah took over yeah. 
Okay. Worship the devil. And what does St. Paul tell us about homosexuality? Nothing, because it's a fucking city. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sodom. Uh, it was Gomorrah, right? It was Gomorrah that... He's, he's talking about Sodom and Gomorrah. It's like... Right, but it was Gomorrah where <sighs> the angels came down and they went to Lot's house and Lot's, went to Lot's house. And yeah. and like, they started knocking on it. Hey, let, mm-hmm. have my daughters yeah. of the angels. Can cool. we rape let your... the angels out here so we may know them? Yeah. Can we rape your he, daughters? And they were like, no, we'd rather rape the angels. And then Lot's wife got turned to a pillar of salt. Yeah. Okay, let's let him finish. One, he tells us that it is worthy of death not only those who commit the act in brackets, homosexuality, but all those who support or take pleasure in them. This is what the Bible says. And what is St. Paul trying to tell us? Homosexuals are worthy of death, and those who support them are worthy of death. Bring it, motherfucker! Okay, keep in mind he's talking about Chick-fil-A. No, what the... Keep, keep in mind, all of this shit is based on a Chick Fil A having like some like having part in a movie festival or some sort. Yeah, a sodomite movie festival. <laughs> so <laughs> he's talking I, about people I, being I, put I'm to death. I, he's yeah, talking I'm specifically about Chick Fil A personnel being put to death because the corporate organization supports homosexuality. I seriously have no words. This yeah, is nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> he's almost uh let's let's let him finish because i oh, think you guys want to hear oh good no okay. you need you need to hear what he says this is denume you need to hear this all the ceos the the the, the people who are calling the shots at chick-fil-a you're all worthy of death and uh in a righteous society you would be burned at the stake jesus <laughs> fucking christ <laughs> wow holy fuck man such, Sharia, anybody? Yeah. Such <laughs> such condemnation for chicken sandwiches. Serious. Wow. I know. I I mean, I've been pissed that they forgot to take the pickles off every once in a while, but fuck, I've never wanted to like burn one of them at the stake because their waffle fries are fucking legit. I don't care what anybody says, and their lemonade's on point. Uh, yeah, but yeah, these are the same people. Good fried chicken sandwich. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. They do make a fucking great chicken sandwich. Uh, like, I really avoid them, but every once in a while, I'm like, okay, I'm giving in. Every once in a while, you got to be the fat kid. You're like, I want a chicken they're, sandwich. They're, they're really good. So they, they call persecution when something's being supported that they don't believe in, which is just naturally human mm-hmm. innate things right. going on. Yeah. But when it is supported by something, they're like, yeah, see, look, look, yeah, 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 It's fucking yeah. madness, man. That was that was some bizarre shit that just happened just now. That was and th- thankfully, so... I'm glad that's the end of that segment. Oh, so, wow. And we've, we've gone about 20 minutes over, so we do have to take a break for anybody that needs to take a whiz, and we need to play a commercial. We'll be back with the final segment. Uh, Ryan is specifically here because of that. And we're going to talk about it here in a minute. Oh, and yeah. we're probably going to offend a lot of people. So Woo. you know how we do on Utah Outcasts. We, we, fucking, can, uh, we uh, aim offend, offend away. Offend away. Ooh. We'll be right back. The Brainstorm Podcast presents The Shift to Reason, Saskatchewan's first secular conference. It's happening on April 30th, 2016, and features some great speakers that include Seth Andrews, Nate Phelps, and Lovato Lewinning along with others. This one-day event in Regina includes lunch and a VIP after-party with the speakers. Tickets are available at shifttoreason.eventbrite.ca and start at $95 for early bird tickets with student pricing and limited VIP tickets. 
Keep up to date with the conference on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash shift to reason. And we're back for our main topic for the week, uh, Veterans Day this week. And that's the reason we have Ryan Duffy on the show. So uh, we're going to discuss specifically what it means to be a vet and how they're being treated in the good old U.S. of A., which they all have fought and done done above and beyond what a lot of people probably expected of them to do for this country. And I know it's it's jingoistic and kind of it might be seem it might seem like it's a, you know, kind of knee jerk reaction, kind of like wearing the flag lapels. But Ryan, thanks for your service, man. I I really do appreciate you serving the country. Thank you. I I know it's it's weird (laughs) and it's it's going to induce eye rolling from a lot of people in the audience. But I I realize I mean not everybody that joins the military does so for altruistic reasons not because they want to serve the country because a lot of people join the military because it's the only job they can find yeah thanks for doing your job yeah uh, okay or, or they do yes. it to get free college <laughs> yeah that too and I I I ran into the the folks where they got in for the GI Bill and then yeah. they when they went to war they're like fuck I didn't expect to have to go to war. <laughs> As you're in the military, <laughs> yeah the, the the meaning the meaning of the service has has changed a little bit since the end of conscription uh, conscription the yeah. uh, the draft. But I mean, it's dancing a fine line be- because let's face it, there's a shitload of hero worship when it comes to people that have served for the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. I mean, uh, and it hap- it, it culminated for me, and I, and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna talk personally here for a second, but. When I went to SeaWorld in San Antonio with my uh, my dad, mom, and like the, my family at the time before the twins came into the world, uh, they had a moment where they're like, well, let's, let's recognize everybody that served in the armed forces by having them stand up in the audience. And my dad, as a veteran of uh, the first Gulf War, stood up and took his hat off and, you know, waving it around and everything and... That led to a, a heated argument the next morning at breakfast time where I'm sure he still hasn't forgiven me for it. But <laughs> I pointed out to him, like, what about, okay, that's great and good that you could take your bows and, you know, get get recognized in front of everybody like that. I'm like, dude, you were at a FOB, a forward operating base, where you were doing uh, calibrations on the tools that were used to, you know, he he essentially his job is his job in the air force was essentially calibrating the tools that people use to fix things mm-hmm. not a glamorous job but you know one that he was glad to take his bow for but i'm like what about assholes like me that work on computer legacy computer systems for um like financial systems like like they don't say hey everybody that supports the military yeah. can you guys stand up too <laughs> you know yeah, I mean, and I I do the job that I do not because I you know it's a yeah you know, I serve my government kind of thing. I mean, it pays well, but at the same time, I could be making a lot more in the private sector. And I mean, but we're getting way off fucking topic yeah. here. But <laughs> I, um, I, I think sometimes it's Sorry. it's almost em- embarrassing to be called out for it. It it, it personally for me because I don't seek attention in what I have done or what I do, and I mean I because. I'm sure you're you're one of those guys where you do what you do because you chose to do it. Yeah, I chose to do it. I chose to go on every deployment I went on. And I'm like, I'm like, if I'm here to do this, I'm going to go do it. I'm not going to pussyfoot away from it. But it was like, I chose this job. I knew the risk. I want to go do it, knowing the risk I got. 
But I mean, we would have, we, we went in small teams. Like when we would leave, like it might just be 10 of us. So like coming back in a plane, we always came back in civilian clothes. And sometimes it was noticeable. Like we actually, I remember one time we were sitting in uh, fucking Baltimore and we're loading up onto a, a bus uh, to go to BWI. the airport. Yeah. Uh. Mm-hmm. And we're loading our <laughs> rifle cases into the bus. And they's like, oh, are you guys in a band? <laughs> like, yes, yeah. we are. <laughs> we're in a band. Those Indeed. Are, those are the two-finger snap and point at them. Yeah. But we've also had times where, where people realize that we're like on our way home. I don't know if it's just noticing that we haven't slept in four or five days or just completely smell like shit. People are like, oh, yeah, you're <laughs> you're you're coming back. You're like, yeah. And then they do the whole PA speaker thing over the plane. Like, hey, we want to like, well, thank we you. We want to thank the, but the people that have served. Just give me a free drink if you want to. But I, we, I don't need you to announce it over the fucking plane <laughs> that we're coming back home. Like, that doesn't fucking matter to me. Um, I guess I guess the part that breaks my heart is. Uh, and I and I feel like I'm going to be raked over the coals for this, but um, <laughs> I don't feel like the engagements that we've been involved in have actually protected American freedom or the ideals that we have stood for. I, and, I would agree. I don't think we were at risk. Well, no, yeah, no, no. We, we've was, gone from being wars of actual having meaning behind them to being wars of corporations. Right. right. Now. I, I will say I have met Afghans and Iraqis and stuff that would come up to me and say, hey, thank you for being here. Yes. You do not realize the yeah. how it was before. You know, it's getting better. It's not perfect. Nothing's good right now, but it's right. better than it was. Thank now, you for freeing us from that. Now, if we... Yeah, us- but prior to Americans being in Afghanistan, you had the fucking Soviet occupation. No, yes. I agree mm-hmm. with that. I agree with that. I, I agree that there has been some very good that that has come in into those areas because of america's involvement and and i I support that i just i'm 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 heartbroken that we have to lie over why we're there um i mean they're they're protecting our freedoms and I'm like, you know the only people who are damaging our freedoms are americans themselves yeah Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we could we could safely say that there there hasn't actually been a a real is there verifiable a... risk or or threat to to our freedoms as a country. Yeah, there hasn't uh, since the 1940s. D- no, I'm I'm all, actually all for humanitarian aid. I really well, am, and I, I and it... I am all for some somebody going out there and protecting the rights of. Uh, young girls going to school and 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 I'm for protecting the rights of education permeating the environment there I really am mm-hmm. but can we stop lying about it can we stop pretending that it's is about our home front because it's not no it's not I mean I, I think I wish not to be like going warhawk with it but we would get involved in more places that didn't have strategic value to us Right. Why are why aren't we going into Somalia and getting rid of the pirates there? Why aren't we going into parts of Africa where they're got child soldiers and and just going in there? Guess what? We're gonna take you guys out. You are doing something that's horrendous to the citizens of this nation. We're gonna come in and stop you because obviously they can't do it themselves right now. We might have the power to stop you from basically destroying the next generation. Right. And we went into places and we've done good in those places, but they were strategic for us. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
And oh well, yeah, because it's about whether you can put up a missile defense system there <laughs> to protect yourself against Russia or right. But I mean, uh, I mean, we, I mean, we, we do pick our wars based we, on strategic value. Look at the only mm-hmm. reason we confer with Morocco. I mean, we go into Morocco and we do a joint, and this is this is real. Okay, we do a joint uh, mission with the Peace Corps, the first joint mission with the Peace Corps and the United States military ever to provide humanitarian aid, but also to train their military and set up a military base because. Uh, the U.S. military wanted a strategic operation in northern Africa. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm not to say that it's not to say that Morocco isn't deserving. It's not to say that the poverty. And... But it's interesting. That's where, like, really close to where Boko Haram is. So I, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that I don't value service members because I do. I mean, I'm somebody who has served them. I served yeah. as family readiness group leader for my ex-husband's unit for two years, and I worked in family programs for a year. I, I've i served. Yeah, you mm-hmm. get it. It's just like I get it when my dad was deployed to Operation uh, Desert Shield before it began. Was it Desert Storm first or Shield? I can't remember. But when it was yeah. 92 yeah. when we were uh, – when he finally – when he got deployed, I was 12 years old at the time, and my dad was gone for like a year. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people, I mean, you don't realize how big of a fucking gap that is, especially mm-hmm. during like formative age for these kids and everything. And so it, it means a lot to me that we do place a time away. I mean, off on the schedule for specifically for the veterans. I can't remember if Veterans Day was established after World War One or World War Two. Yeah, it was. Just, it was established after World War One. Because, I mean. All of our doughboys that we sent off to die during World War One, I, I mean, people. I mean, and I'm not. I'm trying not to sound crass or horrible here, but people fighting the wars now should be happy that we don't have to fight the wars we did oh, yeah. then. No, this is true. Um, there. So for a very very long time in history, uh, casualties in war were actually minimal. Uh, the only people who died were the ones who turned their back, and this is because. Uh, they not it was because humans have a hard time killing each other basically uh they they these weren't trained soldiers trained to deal with killing anyone else yeah. these were yeah i watched the latest episode of walking dead i know what you mean yeah these these were people <laughs> who were farmers and mostly farmers and and craftsmen and agriculturists like they, yeah. these were people who were who were just your everyday person. They were me, your cheesemonger going out and, and joining a militia for area they were in. And they were fighting against people who looked exactly like them, who were exactly like them. And even if they didn't look exactly like them, uh, they still look human. Like we all look human, you know? Yeah. Which is why we're probably past the time when you'll actually see in wars having a ceasefire because it's Christmas kind of thing yeah. well, and, and that's, that's and not not for religious reasons but because people realize look we realize this sucks yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly the the gentleman war is long gone and, and that's, yeah, that's that's one thing i wanted to touch on when we get a chance is but what felicia is talking about right now yeah mm-hmm. so what I, i'm talking about is so uh there was a long time where uh casualty in war was very minimal uh then we developed guns that could actually hit what you were aiming at because mm-hmm. guns have been around since uh, the Dark Ages. They've been around for a while, actually. Yeah, well, the, the, the invention mm-hmm. of rifling made weapons way more 
exactly. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. The the rifling is really what did it. And it's like putting a spiral on the sports ball. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they, they made guns more accurate uh, and we could kill a lot more people. Yes. Uh, World War One, the trenches there were really the most horrific. More people trench died of disease than died of actual gunshots. Yeah, of trench just, rot in your head. Trenches, uh, trenches are a horrific way stuff. to do mm-hmm. war. Trenches well, and are... STDs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the wars that we've been fighting in the last mm, but 30 years or so, I want to say, like, 30 years or so have changed drastically as we're facing an enemy that's not wearing a uniform. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think we can believe that. We can say that that's true because, I mean, most of the guys. Well, we've um, become a global. Our guys are aren't facing off. I mean, they're forced. Our guys are wearing uniforms and they're facing off against a an enemy that doesn't use military tactics. A militia. And and they're being forced to have intimate contact with these people. I mean, instead of it being a war fought at two hundred yards, it's fought with the guy that's standing right fucking next to you with the dead well, I mean, a lot of stuff that's going on right now is 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 like an anarchist war with them over there. Because you, well, cause I got I got to disagree with you a little bit because you don't see the person shooting at you most of the time because yeah. they're a little chicken shit. Uh, <laughs> well, be, tell it. I mean, that's the truth. They're gonna they're gonna take pop shots and run away, or they're gonna yeah. set up explosives that are either detonated by you passing by or your radio frequencies or them actually having a debt, you know, to actually hit a button or a cell phone to ring it in. Right. And well, they're that's not why I was, there and they run. I was hoping to have Mario on the show because I wanted to talk about that because I remember him specifically talking to me when we were at our work area. He was talking to me about them having to look for IEDs. And he literally saw them everywhere, especially when he came back to America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, anything, I mean, I mean, the, the because literally any piece of trash, yes. as inconspicuous as it may seem, could be hiding something that could fucking kill you. I remember when we got warned about camels. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> apparently the, t- the Taliban was packing camels assholes with fucking dynamite. So you'd have a live walking bomb. Yeah, they would. They, they do that. They yeah. use animals. Animals, they use dead dead animals, and you have a dead dog on the side of the road. Like, oh, it's a dead dog. No, that dead dog's got a fucking mortar strap with explosives mm-hmm. inside of it. Yeah. I mean, and as, as pedantic as it may be, I say go watch um, Hurt Locker to realize exactly the kind of shit people like in the IED world we're going through at the time that, me, but that's 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 going that's going out yeah. into the rough i don't want to go that well, far. I, I, i've even had even now with with driving in a car with with other vets like when i went to california did the emt course there mm-hmm. there was uh another ex-marine and a uh a navy uh rescue swimmer there the ex-marine got to do go to a lot of the same places and even way worse places but it would be funny because we'd be doing it. We'd be driving on the road, and it'd be kind of funny to each other. We'd be calling out turns and be like, "Oh, we got that on the side of the road. There's you know, 100 meters up. There's a fucking, you know, uh, a, there's a, a Dorito bag. Yeah, no, yeah. But we're laughing about it. But it's kind of like, <laughs> but you see it. But yeah. but we. But we, you we, have to laugh about still, it, otherwise you fucking cry. It's, you know? it's, it's still notice that you think about that kind of stuff. Yeah, it breaks my heart actually, because so, uh, we've put. We've put and, some good people in some horrific situations. And that's the thing that really fucks with my head because, and I, like I said, I wish Mario was here to talk about the stuff, but um, his big thing has been uh, bringing up the fact that every day 22 vets 
commit suicide. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I want to hit in the psychological aspect of warfare. Mm-hmm. Because um, it seems to be the biggest killer of those in the military culture, especially those who served overseas. Yeah. Not just not guys that have been sitting back at, you know, Eglin Air Force Base or any of these other places where they can provide remote support to the bombers and everything like yeah. that. Um, but these guys have might have developed substance abuse issues being on the front line uh, or even worse, those that have had complications adjusting to regular life yeah. due to PTSD. And, and, and my thing is with the psychological aspect of it, you have to change a person's mind thought in order to get them to physically kill another human being. Cause like you said, you do. You it's have to not well, yeah, natural. You, you go through that shit kill. during basic. I, I dealt yeah. with a little bit of that going to ROTC, but I mean, nothing near as much as the, the guy yeah. that's gone in his contract. You know? But I mean, if you go all the way back to, to World War II, where they're teaching that Japanese were a sub Less culture human. of human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nazis yeah. were subhuman, and every other person was doing that. So it was giving you like, oh, I got to makes it easier. They're for not you. on the same level as me. They're below me, and they're an evil thing. I don't have a problem killing it. We do the same thing now. Like, oh, they're just you know, sort Aloha of, snack bars. Well, I was you gonna know. Right, the most common <laughs> word. You know, they're not because they're not wearing a banner because they're yeah. not wearing a uniform. Now you're just looking at brown people. Yeah, and I was going to say the most offensive term probably used over there, and I, I apologize for using it, but it's sand nigger. Yeah. It's yeah. what most people refer to them. You're treating them as something that is below you, treating them as some, some servant. But once you get that point in your mind where you realize, shit, I, I, I killed people and they weren't like a dog. No, like, because they were human it, beings who were loved. Because. The, yeah, the it, big disconnect comes from Western and, you know, Western opulence versus, you know, Middle Eastern, you know, uh, having to survive Bedouin society yeah. kind of things where 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 the guys are used to copping a squat in the middle of fucking nowhere to take a shit, yeah. you know, compared to us where we have to have our porcelain thrones, you know. But but, but I think the, the psychological breakdown is once you can humanize what you've done or what's yeah. I mean, I'm thankfully I never got put in that situation whenever I got went out it was always after a conflict happened we right. were there to yeah. you know kind of you didn't have to the go pieces. there during the first of it yeah no and every time that we would go out and if we were like if there was anything active going on we were lucky enough to have fucking apaches or air support or have the them scared the shit out of them they're already running so i never actually had to kill anyone but yeah. the thought of it of actually having i only once had to raise my gun at a guy and it was kind of like i don't want to pull the trigger i i wasn't trained like these fucking marines that are kill blood 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 it's kind of like it's but those are the guys that come back the most psychologically messed up because they if they, once they humanize it, and it's like, shit, I met some really good I people I killed another there. human. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, if you can humanize one person of that culture, you kind of got to realize, fuck, it's I... It's over. Yeah. You know, you can take the concept of going, well, either it was me or him, which is the way I know a lot of guys deal with it, is like, if I didn't shoot him, he was going to kill me. I, I had no that, choice. Easier. No, I mean it's a it's way to still deal fucking with it, hard to go through, yeah. But it's but it's realizing if you had to go in and you like these people that got like the the bloodbath people that were going and just like, hey, we're gonna plant a grenade on this guy after we kill him, so it looks justified. And that guy that blew the whistle on that didn't want to take part is now in jail. Right. So I guess this brings me around to uh how is America currently treating the veterans of foreign wars, or at least the veterans period i i I don't think they're doing the job they could be doing 
I, I, they're, I think they're, they're well underfunded, but yeah, I think, I think, I think the one major reason, I mean, to side with the VA on the reason why they can't keep up with it is we have made so many advances in medicine and, and saving a person's life that we bring way more people back now that have lost limbs or have survived traumatic injuries where 20 years ago they would not have survived that injury. So yeah, Christ, have, you look at the, the, the poor guy stuck at Walter Reed right now. Yeah. So we have had a huge influx of people coming back, and we have more knowledge of, of mental disorders and people actually getting, getting right. certified like, yes, you do have something, where before it was like, no, just fucking suck it up. So you do have a larger influx of people coming into the system that have issues going on, and we just don't have the system there to cover the influx of people coming in with these. Well, we yeah, just, we've we got just, yeah, we just need to completely reevaluate what we consider as a casualty of war. Yes. Or, or I guess you could say even a casualty of service. Yeah. And I know one, well, big, and one big thing with me is I can qualify for a 10-point vet and get a 30% disability. Mm-hmm. I, 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 the only reason why I want to put myself on that list is so that later on in my life, I have it down there for medical records. But at the same time, it's yeah. like, well, if I do that, I don't want to take away from someone who's legitimately lost limbs and needs it and is not getting it. I got a buddy that was hit by an RPG. He is only 25% disabled because most of his injuries were to the same region. So they cancel each other out. And I'm like, that is fucking bullshit. <laughs> That's fucked up, man. You have traumatic I know, I know injury. Have- nerve damage but it's in the same area so they cancel each other out i work with the guy that survived the uh the cobar tower attacks and just because of the fact that he has like tinnitus and high blood pressure puts him at like 70 percent disabled yeah I, I, i'm i'm minimalizing his issues there but like, it, it's I, the fact that it is completely fucking messed yeah. up i'm like show they're... me a guy that worked where I worked over there that does not have tinnitus. You have jets taking off with afterburners every two hours. It's a loud place. You got generators running all the time. Your hearing gets fucked. Well, and you had your um your hearing thing from when you were a kid that you talked about on this yeah, last episode. Yeah, where I uh, where I on the revolution. I mean, it, um, I mean, has did that ever? I mean, I'm going completely off topic here, but did that ever create like tinnitus issues with you? I get it sporadically. Like, like for me, it'll be I can be sitting there, then all of a sudden, like just a loud. Just hit. I get a loud ringing, and I won't go away for a few hours. It kind of like diminish, and I'll forget about it. Then it'll just kind of hit, and like boom, I'll have a a loud. See, that's that's crazy for me because I've I've been a military kid my whole life, and I've had it my whole goddamn life. And I mean, it's not because of the jet wash or anything like that, or firing weapons with no hearing protection, or um, you know, even listening to concerts and things like that. I've, I've just had tinnitus my whole fucking life. So when I hear people, I, I, I'm always on the search for people to make it more normal for me. So I mean, I'm always feel about that. I'm, so. It might be there all the time. I just don't notice it until it really like, like hits like a drum beat, like loud, like, like, Oh shit. I no, mine's, a loud mine's right there. A, const, a constant din in my fucking yeah. head. Hate it. But I don't consider that a disability. I'm like, that's, stuff that it, is, it sucks but it's not like something that you that don't consider people. that a disability i do but we we need to expand the should, concepts of yeah. disability we really do a, a uh, guy with ringing in his ear shouldn't have the same disability rate as someone who's lost two legs lost an arm yeah i understand, <laughs> that. I understand that um but there are people who suffer from ptsd that yes. they they've suffered no physical trauma yeah it's it's difficult to rate 
Uh, it is. It definitely is. I, I, I mean, one of my buddy's that wives... somebody could be far more emotionally damaged from mm-hmm. never seeing warfare, but hearing mortars day after day in, day out, day after day, uh, they could be I've more got, emotionally I've got contractor damaged buddies than somebody are... who actually has faced battle. Yeah. Uh, I've got, I've got contractor buddies that are, that are fucked up from having to hear a constant mortar, fi- mortar fire. Yeah, I lived in what they were doing. I, I, I lived I in Mortarville. I don't want to diminish that. I want to yeah. say that uh, to me, that would be stressful as fuck. Yeah, I agree. I guess uh, I don't know. I, th- there's a reason I never signed up as a contractor for fucking yeah. Halliburton. Right. Well, I, I, I don't want to go through that shit. <laughs> I guess I I don't know. It's, I guess for me it was it was it was different because we did have that having the every other day getting shot at with mortars, but it became so regular it was common day thing like after the first four or five times it's like okay it's for you yeah yeah i know for me but other people but that's why i have a trouble i'm like it's i i I honestly got to the point where they were such shitty shots you knew when the actual mortar team came in because they would line them up yeah like oh shit they line up right down the fucking road when it's the shitty guys that are just launching shit it's like oh they fucking Oh, they're hitting random. you know, <laughs> randomly around, not even hitting anything. I so understand that. I really do. I, and I understand that it can become normal for for most people. So, I mean, ultimately, we talk about this stuff because we want people to realize that Veterans Day exists for a fucking reason. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be a holiday if it didn't exist for a specific reason. I mean, it's not like Christmas or anything. Um. Come but on now, the, we just talked about how <laughs> the winter was. Yeah. But Veterans Day exists because there are a, I mean, I don't want to put them a, above normal people out there because, like I said at the beginning of this and the shit that got me in trouble with my dad, is that, that there's a lot of people that join the military because it's all they got. I'm not trying to say that they are above and beyond the beyond the pale of normal human citizens of this planet kind of thing. But there are a lot of people that do join knowing that they're going to go see some shit. Yeah. And so I think that, I mean, I'm not saying that they're fighting for our uh, our freedoms or for our, you know, that we're fighting them there so they don't fight them here. But you know what? It, I, it, even if I don't believe in that kind of thing, I still am going to get. And then that's why I've, I thanked Ryan at the beginning of this, because even if people may not think that someone like uh, someone may not deserve the things that we're giving them for the shit that they did, the fact that they went out of their comfort zone to do something that most normal people wouldn't have to do, it means that they deserve at least some sort of thank you nod from the American people. Like, hey, I know that they pulled you out of your fucking normal life to do this kind of thing. So you know what? Thank you for for being able to take that that bullet because most normal American people wouldn't do that shit. Right. I think it's what less than two percent of our citizens that are of age to actually join have ever joined right now yeah that's correct Mm -hmm. about two percent i was close i was so fucking close (laughs) but i i I luckily unlike most people that enlist had a uh a five-week training period at fort knox where i was like where i had the option after i finished of either uh was it a contracting with the army or not we play paintball and I said, mm, no, that's okay. No, that's all right. Yeah. You guys keep that. I don't want to do that. And how fortunate for me, and, and I'm not trying to make this sound like completely me or anything, but it happened like five months before 9-11 happened. Oh, goodness. So, 
And my uh, proclivity pl- proclivity at the time was for foreign languages. So uh, oh. my ass would have been speaking Farsi out in the middle yeah. <laughs> somewhere. I was going for military intelligence. So. <laughs> yeah, but my, my only thing about not liking to thank a vet thing is it becomes so it said so much that it's an empty thing now. Yeah, that that's it the really is. part about it is that um it's the flag lapel thing. Yeah, it's, it's like you're like, just saying it because it's something you're known to say like you're, you're expected you're, it's, it's to empty. Say, yeah. It's an it's like a prayer. Yeah, that that's what I was, I was actually about to compare it to prayer. <laughs> uh people, "Oh, thank you for your service." Like like yeah. they're doing something. Uh, and and even the ones who do something, you know, they they buy lunch for the service member behind them, but these service members are just on their fucking lunch break, man. Yeah. If you want to thank, to if, do with this. okay, yeah. If you want to thank a soldier, that. go to Walter Reed and actually spend time with guys. Yes. Contribute yeah. money. Yes. If you want to money to an organization, yeah. Pretending that you're some sort of fucking altruistic person no, for buying together a, guy. a yeah. care package for those who yeah. are deployed overseas. Sit on a suicide hotline for soldiers and listen to their stories. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Send. But, you know what? Send some fucking cookies. Yeah. Like, actually, but I, 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 I am the kind of guy, I, I'm jingoistic enough, and I've realized this, and as unpopular as it may be in this world nowadays, I am the kind of guy where, like, look, if a dude came up behind me in uniform, I might pick up his tab for something, you know, because I've realized, not because he's providing some sort of service that I didn't do or anything like that, but the fact that being a guy that's in a uniform uh, and being a, uh enlisted person You're thinking- fucking sucks, man. You make little like, to no. You make shit for fucking my, my first few years in the military. I was I I was claiming poverty. Until you make like E five, and for a lot of people, that's like uh easily like six years after being out of basic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not making hardly fucking anything, yeah. and if you have a family, you are fucked, dude. Yeah. When I when you I first, not make- yeah when I first came in, I think I was getting paid a thousand dollars a month. Oh, yeah. Man. And, but but everybody's like, oh well, they provide your food and the, your uniforms and all this blah 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 blah. blah. And it's like, I was like, I, really. I actually <laughs> didn't get food. No, no. Like, <laughs> right now, I gave a lot of my just money fucking no. And I've, just I've no. given a lot of my money and my time to service members. Well, my dad and I retired. Not at a moment of it. My old man retired as an E seven, which for a lot of people might go, oh well, that's it's not that high. It's just a regular master sergeant in the air force. And he was, I'm making more in my, when I first started working where I'm working now in my late twenties, I mean, early thirties now, than he made as a guy that was in the military for 20 years. Yeah. And that's a, that's fucking bullshit. And so, I mean, we bring this up on, and we're not just trying to complain about the military industrial complex or the fact that the, the military isn't getting paid what they want to do, but you know, we we bring this up because Veterans Day is a time where you need to recognize that people sac- sacrificed and a lot of them pe- paid the fucking ultimate price yeah. for but, this but stuff. Can I mean, we stop? Can we stop yeah. lying? Can we stop pretending and say, "Oh, thank you for protecting my freedom"? And I never say that to anybody. I don't either. No. I don't either, and and I don't. I I'm. Fuck, I hate it when somebody who has no connection to the military and you can always hear it in their fucking voice, mm-hmm. you just walk up to them and they thank you for your service. Yeah. And I understand that they're just thanking the uniform and I understand that they're just they're they're thanking it's the, the concept it's itself. The but fuck man, can you actually look at these people and understand what they have been through? Yeah. And that that maybe not all of it was what you think it was. 
That, that, that this wasn't about your freedom. This wasn't about the Taliban attacking the trade centers. This was about them going over there and, and, and yes, changing lives, but not for Americans. No. Yeah. And, no. And, and I'm okay with that. And I support that. I really do. And I believe in that. And I want that to happen. I really do. I just want us to stop lying about it. Yeah. It breaks well, my heart yeah. because these people have done good and we're lying. We're lying, <laughs> making it about us when it's not about us. Fuck. I'm sick I mean, of it. I really maybe, maybe, we should, maybe we should start pushing away from, from thank you for your service to I'm sorry you had to deal with the shit you had to deal with. Thank you for all you've done. Boy, that'd be great. Yeah. Wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it, Ryan? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Was... I'm sorry for our government treating you like shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry for every... I, I seriously regret that you ever had to go through thank, anything thank that you had to do that. That's, thank you that for really assignments. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for serving thank, humanity. Thank you for letting me spend all my summers in different parts of the states doing shitty training in really fucking hot weather. <laughs> yeah. Okay, as a military spouse, fuck that shit. Why is it always in the summer over my birthday? Thank you very much. Well, I did so, get I did get Lyme disease in New Jersey, so there was that. Lyme oh, disease. Sh- you got Lyme disease? <laughs> yeah, it should be good to go. They told me they gave me these pills, take them for six months, and I should be all right. I wrote that. Yeah, that's what they said to the first Gulf War people. Yeah, <laughs> take these pills, you'll be all right. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah, just, yeah. Worried. I'm just worried about the anthrax shots I got. Oh yeah, you're sure. <laughs> but and the and autism I hate to be that guy. Now. <laughs> I really hate to be that guy, but we have reached the end of the show. I am going to be the timekeeper. Oh, you fucking asshole. Episode. I know. God, that dick. Such an <laughs> um, we could get to our highs and lows for the week if people have a somewhat Cliff Notes version of it that we can get to. Does anybody want to offer anything? Uh, fuck, for working high for lows? The, fuck working in retail for the holidays. Seriously? <laughs> okay, that's a low. Do you have a high for this week, Felicia? I got laid. Yay! <laughs> yeah! Uh, let's see. High for me this week. I've lost a good almost like eight pounds fuck um, yeah good job and, uh low for me this week is that um i don't know i'm not getting enough sleep that's uh. about it <laughs> i'm back to real life and fucking that that involves sleep deprivation uh, i'm gonna especially I'm gonna, I'm gonna with repre- the... i'm gonna repeat fuck retail on the holidays yeah and it, i only bring it up only because we've we have this stupid ass system of fucking uh time changing every couple of months i seriously and... i seriously hate that i hope they get rid of this daylight savings time thing has fucked me up so hard no, because i'm my body's used to like midnight go home watch rick and morty go to bed i hate, morty. I hate, and I hate like, everything like a, about daylight savings it's like an hour before like my shift is over and my body's like dude you're done i fucking you're hate done. everything about it it's a yeah. it's a solid it's a solid week of wandering around wondering what time it really is yeah. What time is it? Yeah, it's Kyle, awesome. What about you, man? Do you have any highs and lows or anything? Uh, yeah, so I got a I got a nice high point. So th- today, uh, I got a text message from my my younger brother's wife <laughs> to to tell I me, laugh only because I know what it has in it <laughs> to tell me that that their that their son was watching TV and she heard him shouting from the other room, "Mom." And he calls me. He calls me Uncle Crocodile because he's like three, Young. and it's yeah, he, he's like three, and it's it's Uncle Kyle the Crocodile. Uh. So he shouts, "Mom, 
Uncle Crocodile's on TV. So she walks into the room, uh, and apparently, for some reason, he's walking. He's watching uh, next the Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so apparently, according to my nephew, uh, I am Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the laugh in the background. You, you haven't got the mannerisms down yet. I enjoyed that. that Carly was more than that? your story. <laughs> Carly like hang out as an audience member every episode. A, usually, usually, usually towards the end. Was that your? Lady? You need to. You need to get her. You need to get a separate microphone just to have her on because I, Felicia and I both fucking love your. I wife. do. I just love her <laughs> so much. Everyone does. Like I just, okay, I so want to like. Kiss her face. I love her. <laughs> Ryan, what about you, man? Do you have a high point and low point for the uh, week? Or... For a high point, uh, me and a buddy are cracking out an awesome script that we're going to be shooting here really soon. Uh, and Low point being on Utah Outcasts. Uh, oh, <laughs> if, if you follow me on Facebook, you probably know my low point. There you go. That's that's cryptic enough. That'll get you some more followers out there. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of the episode for this week for Utah Outcasts. Join us in a few minutes for the after show for the patrons out there that actually give a shit. No, I'm I'm just joking. Sorry, I'm I'm kidding. Come on, calm down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, thanks for joining us for this this week. Uh, check us out uo at podhill dot com, face uh, slash Utah Outcasts, Twitter dot com slash Utah Outcasts. You know all that kind of stuff. Three four seven six six nine three three seven seven. Check us out, and until then, you're welcome.
my first asshole. Uh, what? Oh, okay. I always yeah. like that first asshole. Well, I, you never forget your first asshole. No, you don't. I'd oh, like man. to. You guys are making me realize how my life I haven't been living it. <laughs> Dude, you got to get out and find that first asshole. Mm. I'm, are we speaking metaphorically or literally? Oh, my, wife's not, pretty, pretty, my wife's not into butt play. <laughs> well, no, I'm talking literal. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I was just talking about that guy down in the corner. He's an asshole. Oh, well, if Kyle's talking literally, he is talking about chocolate starfish. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 